Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let's say this mantra together. I will not say racial slurs. I will not say racial slurs. I will not say racial slurs. Welcome back to another episode of the Government Podcast. Your checks and balances of social commentary. Two halves that make one whole, which is a complete asshole. Your podcast is favorite podcast. We will not get suspended for two weeks because this is our shit. <laughs> I mean, who's going to suspend us? Oh, shit. You know, broke the mic. Look at this damn I shit. I didn't break it. I just didn't tighten this it Chinese up. Chinese-made shit is breaking in front of us. That's why you got to buy America. America first. <laughs> I got this from Amazon. Hey, same shit. It's Amazon. I'm sure if we were to take a poll of how much of the quality or the, the, the products that are on Amazon, most of it probably come from China. Mm. Just like everything else in America. <laughs> Even our policies. <laughs> they come from China. Made in China, nigga. Stamp. Stamp. Taiwan. China. I know Taiwan, mad. Uh, it's another conflict, kind of like <laughs> the, the U- Ukrainian border type shit. Oh, wait. My name is Cole Jackson. <laughs> my name is Shogun, and we just get straight into the action. Hey, man. Welcome back to the world renowned. <laughs> Government Name Podcast, where we are your checks and balances of social commentary. And this week is going to be a special oh week because there's a God. lot of shit that we got to get into and a lot oh of topics we got to get Look. Oh, my look, God. Let's address the elephant in the room. We are both black. Oh, shit. Hold on. No wonder why my credit is fucked up. No, well, that's your fault. Oh. <laughs> Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. And stop buying shit that you... Wait a minute. Wait, I, what the fuck you... I thought I was a king. Where? In Compton, nigga? <laughs> Is that a gang or some shit? What is it? What is this? Vice Lord Kings or some there shit? There are some things. That it's, there are some uh, Latin Kings. I LA bet you kings. knew. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how you knew this, of all things. It was Latin Kings. LA Kings, all the shit. So, uh, for the for our listeners who might not know, shocker, we're both black. ADOS, if you will. Africans descendant of slaves. I don't like that shit. Why not? Do you even understand what it means? I don't know. I don't know my history, so I can't. I don't. Where your folks from? Oh, I have no idea. How do? <laughs> well, that's the problem, son. That's I need to learn my. I need to learn my family. History. I mean, it's like ancestry.com. It what is Black History Month, and you don't even know your history. Mm. Look at that. Look what mm. they've done to you. Mm, mm, mm. And you just. Perpetual. I am brainwashed by the man. You are. Bra- Look, you see this book I'm reading. <laughs> What's it called? Brainwashed, <laughs> challenging, <laughs> challenging the myth of black. Inferiority. 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 Yeah. See, you should read that book. It's right actually, on, brother. It's pretty good. 
I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, talks about. I logic. read Miseducation of the Negro. That's all I did. And you still <laughs> uneducated. <laughs> I'm glad he did something. <laughs> it just it put a five. You'll be a better black man. How? Mm-hmm. I mean, how did you improve? That's the question I'm asking. I'm, I'm live. And living. my rent got paid. <laughs> oh shit! So there you go. Well, that that all right. <laughs> we gotta get. We gotta. It's a lot of shit that we gotta talk about this week. I wanted to save. I wanted to save that for the rundown because I have it in my rundown. If you, which one? Because there's a lot of stuff that deals with us as a race. Oh, the one, the one that I seen the most in the news was with Joe Rogan. Oh, okay. Now, I actually made notes. Cool. Can I go ahead and just tackle the Whoopi Goldberg situation? You sure. Get in that. Sure. Can you kick it? Yes, yes I can. can. All right. Yes. Um. So I love you, man. I just want to let you know that. I love you too, bro. Wow. I was, hey, man, sometimes. I didn't know so, where it was coming from. I thought it was a joke. Set nah, up. So, nah, love you, brother. Oh, I just yeah. want you to know that. I yeah, think see, we got this black said solidarity. That's the word I was looking for. See, we right there. We clicking. See? Why do? Before you get into that real go quick. Ahead. Here we go. Why do? Off the rails already. <laughs> now nah, go ahead. Why do what? Real quick. Why do? Why do? It's Al- not going to be quick. Why do Alabama studs say click instead of clit? All right. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> In these trying times, you going to ask me some shit like that? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with this black man? I'm sorry, black man. Yeah. I'm going to uplift you this uh King, King, king I'm going to uplift uh, you, King. So, okay. Don't call me King though. I ain't going to call you King. Okay. <laughs> I'm like Leonidas, I can't bend. Oh, that was fine. My man. knees is just something wrong my leg. Oh shit. You know what I mean? Like, no bowing. Right, he right, told right. that Xerxes. At least that's what Zack Snyder said. <laughs> you know how he get the story right? Every time. Every time. Look at uh, Justice League. It was right Snyder the second cut. time. Yeah, the Snyder cut. When you get a redo, it always works. I didn't understand that. Like, we should not count this into anyway. That's a whole nother. That's a nerd plate topic. So Yeah, we getting into shits early. Okay, I'm with that. I like Whoopi. Okay, Whoopi's cool as an actress. As a comedian, she was always cool. I grew up watching a lot of her movies. Dope. But when she got on this show, The View, it was a little weird. Like, all four of these cackling ladies are weird to me. Like, I don't understand their views, and I don't feel like they reciprocate the views of others very well. I'm not going to sit here and act like I watched The View. I don't I don't, I don't even either. know. I don't understand the context. That's the word of the week. I don't understand the context. Look at this. Even YouTube is, like, giving me context. The encyclopedia about the Holocaust. Yeah, is that a new thing? I ain't never seen it. Yeah, like, like I did that not too long ago, uh, the other day, and that was I'm like, wait, huh? I guess they're, yeah. they're worried about being Everybody, misinformation. So let's let me just put this out here to uh, another elephant. We got like two elephants in the room. Yeah, Everybody's covering all, going on. all these businesses are covering their asses by doing this kind of stuff. I, I'm not saying it's wrong, mm-hmm. but it's like uh, YouTube does this. Twitter kind of questions some stuff if you want to retweet it or not. Like, mm-hmm. hey, make sure you read this, buddy. Um, Facebook just uh, puts you in jail, in Facebook jail. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. They just be I like, mean, hey, nigga, you can't post shit else no more. Mm. So I, I, it's it's a weird time right now. It's very weird. And it's always been weird. But it's just like the stuff that I've been hearing for the last couple of years is just being turned sideways. So she went on, Stephen. okay, she, they were talking about the Holocaust. She said some things, and people took it the wrong way. She went later on on Stephen Colbert's show and tried to clarify her stance. And some people say she clarified herself. Other people say she doubled down on it. 
The I original hate- statement, can I just say what the original, the original statement was, she said the Holocaust was not about race. It was about people. It was about people's, um, shit, I had the clip too. I had it on ABC News. Um, all right, I guess but, we do need the, let me, I'll just go ahead and do the background. Oh. So uh-huh. we'll go all the way to it. Let's see. ABC News, here it is. So two schools are being accused of banning books after one in Washington State pulled to kill a mockingbird off their required reading list after complaints from students and parents, including a former black student who said it made her uncomfortable, and a Tennessee school pulled the graphic novel Mouse out of their lessons on the Holocaust because it contained some nudity and some bad language. Personally, I'm shocked because, you know, given the story of Mouse, I'm, I'm surprised that that's what, that's what made you uncomfortable, the fact that there was some nudity and, uh, I mean, it's... It's about the Holocaust, the killing of six million people, but that didn't that didn't bother you. But the the naked. I, I'm not sure thing. that they don't use the naked part as a kind of a uh, canard yeah. to throw you off from from I the agree. fact that they Maybe. don't like history that makes white Maybe. people look bad. Mm-hmm. Well, white. This is white people doing it to white people. Yeah. So and this yeah. is you know y'all go fight amongst yourselves, but don't <laughs> you know. Neo, turn off everything they're doing. These kids are exposed to this stuff yeah. really early in inappropriate situations, not ones where you're learning or teaching. Yeah, and the nudity is the, his, is a drawing of his mom who died during the Holocaust. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in, in Mouse, which but, is the other thing. I, I, it's I just insane. But I don't know what, what's bird, going it's on. Story, it's, about, it's about the words. It's about the N-words. Yeah, the yes, girl is triggered about the in words. the class by well, the word. Because if you're sitting amongst lots of students and you're reading it out loud, yeah. it comes up a lot. And yeah. makes people uncomfortable. And especially if you're the only yeah, black kid in the there. I mean, so that was what they're talking about. Triggering. I don't know if that should stop people from having it as reading, but it's stopping as required reading. Well, so that's a, there's an entire bill moving through the Florida legislature yes, right is. now mm-hmm. about banning any conversation in schools that make people feel uncomfortable because yeah. of their race or gender. Well, I was going to say that colleges, this all started in colleges and universities and not wanting to make kids uncomfortable. And we talked about it once here on the show with actually Van Jones when he said, if I send my kids to school, I want them to be uncomfortable. I want people to push back on their beliefs because otherwise we're not preparing kids to go out into the real world. We're preparing them for a world that doesn't exist outside of their own house. Well, also, if you're going to do this, then let's be truthful about it because the Holocaust isn't about race. No. No, it's well, not about maybe race. It is. Yeah. No, it's about a different it's, race. But it's it's not about race. It's not about well, race. What is it about? Because you, it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. It's well, about but it's not, it's not about and, and race. It's it's the but these are two Romans. white groups of people. Well, they How do we have to black people see them as white and they But you're missing the point. You're yeah. missing the point. Yeah. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is. It's how people treat each other. It's a problem. It doesn't matter if you're black or white, because black, white, Jews, uh, Italian, everybody eats each other. So is it, if you're uncomfortable, if you hear about mouse, should you be worried? Should, should your child say, oh my God, I, I, I wonder if that's me? No, that's not what they're gonna say. They're gonna say, I don't wanna be like that. 
Well, hopefully. I well, want to be cruel. Yeah. And well, yeah. Most kids, most oh. kids, they they don't want to be cruel. No, they don't. And, and we're living in a, you know, we're living in an era where people are are comparing vaccine cards to the yellow stars, where people are comparing mm -hmm. vaccinations to what Anne Frank yeah. went through. Yeah. So it is necessary for kids to learn about. They the Okay, so what she said was it's the Nazis were not killing the Jews because of race. It was man's inhumanity towards man is the reason that they were killing each other. And that stirred up a lot of controversy on the show. Of course, you heard it. The whole cast was like, yo, <laughs> no, it's kind of about race. Good. So she went on Stephen Colbert's show. On Stephen Colbert, she was trying to uh, clarify her stance a little bit, and she kind of doubled down. There's another long clip. I'm gonna edit it now. Thank you. Good to see you again. And Good to see you. you again. And you. Now you made some news this morning. Yes. On the yes, View. I did. When y'all were talking about the Holocaust. Yeah. And what, what would you care to uh, follow up? Clarify what you said this morning? I don't know because I, it confused some people. It, it upset a lot of people, yes. which was never, ever, ever, ever my intention. I okay. thought we were having a discussion. Mm -hmm. uh, because I've, I feel, being black, when we talk about race, it's a very different thing to me. Mm -hmm. So I said that I, I felt that the Holocaust wasn't about race. And people got very, very, very angry and still are angry. I mean, I'm getting, you know, all of the, the mail from folks and mm -hmm. the very real anger because people feel very differently. But I thought it was a, a salient discussion because as a black person, I think of race as being something that I can see. So I see you and I know what race you are. And... The discussion was about how I felt about that. I felt that, that it was really more about man's inhumanity to man and how horrible people can be to people. And we're seeing it manifest itself these days. But people were very angry and they said, no, no, we are a race. And I, I, I understand, I understand. I, I felt differently. I respect everything everyone is saying to me and I, I you know, I don't want to fake apologize. You know, I, I was, I'm very upset about, that people are misunderstood what I was saying. And so because of it, uh, they're saying that I'm anti-Semitic and that uh, I'm denying the Holocaust and all these other things, which, you know, would never occur to me to do. I thought we were having a discussion about race, which, Everyone, I think, is having. As the white guy in the conversation uh -huh. here, I am, I am neither uh, Jewish nor am I black, and mm -hmm. so I have a different perspective all of this. Yes. It seems to me that whiteness is a construct created by colonial powers um, during the beginning of colonial imperi imperialist mm -hmm. era in order to exploit other people, and that they could apply it to all different kinds of people, that idea of race. And the American experience tends to be based on skin. Yes. And so that is what race means to me. Mm -hmm. When you talk about uh, being a racist, I was saying you can't call this racism. This was evil. Mm -hmm. this, wasn't, this wasn't based on the skin. You couldn't tell who was Jewish. Mm -hmm. They had to delve deeply to figure it out. Well, I think one of the reasons why that people might say, and again, I, mm -hmm. I, I, uh, I am... 
I'm not Jewish and I'm black, right. but as someone who understands, uh, you know, what I've read of how the op Nazis operated, when they found out that you were of the Jewish race, right. that's, that's why they'd make you wear a star yes. so they could see you So and they could identify you. you. But yes. my point is they had to do the work. If you see, if the Klan is coming down the street mm -hmm. and I'm standing with a Jewish friend and neither one, well, I'm going to run. Mm. <laughs> but if my friend decides not to run, they'll get passed by most times because you can't tell who's Jewish. You don't know. It's not something that people say, oh, that person is Jewish or this person is Jewish. And so that's what I was trying to explain. And I understand that not everybody sees it that way and that uh, I did a lot of uh, harm, I guess, to myself. And people, you know, <clears throat> decided I was all these other things. I'm, I'm actually not. And I'm incredibly uh, torn up by being told these things about myself. And, you know, I get it. Folks are angry. I accept that. And I did it to myself. This was my, uh, my thought process. And I will work hard not to think that way again. Have you, have you come to understand that the Nazis saw it as race? Well, because they might, like, well, asking the Nazis, they would say, yes, it's a racial issue. Well, see, this is what's interesting to me, because the Nazis lied. It wasn't. They, they had issues with ethnicity, not with race, because most of the Nazis were white people, and most of the people they were attacking were white people. So to me, I'm thinking, how can you, how can you say it's about race if you are fighting each other? So... It all really began because I said, how will children, how will we explain to children what happened in Nazi Germany? This wasn't, I said, this wasn't racial. This was about white on white. And everybody said, no, 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 it was racial. <coughs> and so that's what this all came from. So once again, don't write me anymore. I know how you feel. <laughs> okay, I already know. I get it. And... Uh, I'm going to take your word for it <laughs> and never bring it up again. We have to quit. Problem solved. <laughs> That's, she Problem solved. She literally didn't learn shit from it. She just agreed that her point was her point, and that's still her point. She doubled down, and so they suspended her. I got Two weeks. You, well, how do you feel about it? About her getting suspended for it or her... About what she said. I, I honestly, in my ignorance or in, in my miseducation, I, I kind of was just like, uh, was it about race? You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. kind, I'm kind of on the side of her. Like, yeah. it was white people. Mm -hmm. From my standpoint and from my, my, my knowledge or lack thereof or how I was taught, I was taught that the Holocaust was... Like hate mongering, and I thought it was—I never knew that it was a, a race situation. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like I always thought it was people holding other people down. I—I didn't—I didn't. Do you know anything it. about the Nazis? Little, but that's what, the school. What did they believe in? Like, what was their one goal? dominant one dominant race? What what race was that? White. Uh, like that's, that's the problem. Like like Colbert was trying to say was. In America, we see race as black and white. Mm -hmm. 
the rest of the world sees race as ethnicity, right. as your culture, whatever you came from. So, you know how, like, when we were hanging out with the whole group of people, like our podcasting group, mm-hmm. and we were talking about the Italians and how they were the dirty white people of the time, mm-hmm. and then they finally got accepted into the main mass of white people. Mm-hmm. That's a different race of people who they've just clumped into this construct of people. Like when they say African Americans, we're all black, mm-hmm. but we do come from different sex sections of Africans. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So each one of those sections could be considered a different race. Mm-hmm. It's all the human race, but at the same time, we all have different genetics and whatnot that mm-hmm. make up who we are. The Nazis believed in their superiority. You know, they were the greatest race. And so they were trying to extort or extort, eradicate any other race that was, you know, weaker than mm-hmm. them. And that's why they looked at the Jews like, eh. But see, that was that's the thing too. From from my understanding, again, from my education or miseducation, I'm I'm all I always thought it was a religious thing too. You know what well, I'm I saying? Well, I mean, you can you can say that too. You're, that that's what I mostly thought it was. It was more of a, a was, religious a religious war than it was a race war. And so so that's that's I think that not to blame anybody or yeah, not to know, try to like put blame on like Whoopi's not alone um, in this. She's not alone. A lot a of lot people of like a lot of my timeline <laughs> last week was like, yo, I thought it was a religious thing. I didn't know. I thought they were the same thing. So that shows that we all got the same education and we all have the same ideal. Maybe something wrong with our education that we're not teaching history the right way, quote unquote. Can't we can't teach we can't teach this kind of stuff. What 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 are we we're gonna hurt our kids' feelings if we teach that kind of so stuff? So this is where what I've been led to believe for the last five or so years. When you invalidate somebody's experience, you're invalidating that person. Mm. Is this not Whoopi's experience? Her experience in America said that race is a black and white thing, something that you can see. That's her feelings. Doesn't mean it's true, but that's just how she felt about it. Mm-hmm. So is this invalidating that? I don't even know anymore. Like if a trans person told me something that they felt was the right way, like they feel like they're in the wrong body, mm-hmm. I can't argue against that. Word. That's invalidating their feelings. Mm-hmm. But the whole world can argue against Whoopi Goldberg, who factually got things wrong, but she's like, this is the way I feel. My perception from my experience got me to this point where I thought it was a black and white thing. Mm-hmm. Who are we to judge? I, honestly, man... I don't even know anymore because everything's such a like we're in a we're in a directionless directionless road right now as, as far as America is concerned because we get mad about people getting things wrong but we don't get mad about people who taught us how to get the, the stuff that we got wrong yeah we don't we get mad but we don't want to teach it's your fault you should have did the education you should have went out and talked for clarity <laughs> that's really what they say yeah yeah yeah. They, uh, school really don't get you ready for the real world. It really don't. It I mean, really I learned doesn't. that I learned that the Nazis thought they were the best race. But did you learn that in school, or did you learn that on no, self? in school? See, I ain't learned that shit. Oh, well, you know I, what I'm saying? Like, I, I also I love history, so see, I was, I, don't, I, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I that was the class I used to draw. Now was it by a good drawer? Hell no, but. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Mm. I passed, got a B plus, I'm straight. Mm. But I, I don't know anymore, man. Like she got she got two weeks suspension with no pay. 
mm-hmm. because of a show. I don't. Okay, let me go ahead and tell you guys now. I don't watch the View, uh, so I, I still love women. So the the things that I say, <laughs> Why do you have to preference. You got to because everybody you don't have people, to. people always be like, we don't like women. Did we I get love any, women. Did we get any negative feedback from last week's show? I just got I just got the y'all. Out. The only thing I heard from people was y'all niggas are funny. I was like, hey, yeah, that of course was they good. love that. But um, I I would think that if you had a roundtable of women from different backgrounds, that type of conversation could be okay because it's on daytime TV. Clearly, they get the ratings because the show's been on for fucking what ten years. So clearly, there are things that happen on this show. This is not the first time somebody said something out the way. Um, they have <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell got fired over there because of this. I mean, they got so many different types of points of views um, that I would think that something like this wouldn't get somebody suspended. And now it's it's coming out that Whoop- Whoopi's threatening to leave the show now because of the suspension. You really <sighs> think she would leave the show? I think they probably forcing her out of there. I don't even know. Because what she said, I don't think was, this is my perspective. This is me. Go ahead, uh, King. Go ahead, I don't think King. what she said was entirely wrong. Mm. It was ignorant because she's basically saying that all white people are the same. And they're not. But our society makes us feel like all white people are the same. Mm. But that's the same shit we always say. And like, we're, we're all black and we don't all vote Democrat. We're not the same. We're not a monolith. Mm. So it's like... The same shit we're at, we're mad about, we're doing to another group of people. Right. Basically, it's because you're not mixing and mingling with these people. You don't have a familiarity of of what they're going through, their their perspective of life. Mm. Like if somebody said slavery wasn't about race, you would be like, yeah, it was. <laughs> but then they would be like, okay, well, tell us why do we have sharecroppers and why do we have white people living out there too on the farms and whatnot? Why do we have white slaves? You know, it's just like. Pecker Woods. You know, is that what they called him? I don't know. That's where that came from? I love how you paid attention that much in history that you found all the offensive you don't, shit. You don't learn that in school. <laughs> well, you learned somewhere. I learned, I learned that out somewhere that. else. Wow. But uh, I I just, when I heard that she got suspended, I was very confused about it as well. I, I know that was that comment kind of came mm-hmm. from a place of miseducation. Um. But suspended for two weeks, my nigga. Like, you can't talk about that group of people. Can't talk about nobody. No, you, you, can, you can definitely talk about a certain segment of people, and everybody's okay with it. Uh. But when you get to that, that's like touching the third rail. You cannot talk about the JEWs. <laughs> the JEWs get this stuff out of here, and I'm not mad about it. Because when you have a... No, hold on. Stop laughing because now Sorry. you're making it all into a joke. Sorry. But when you talk about this group of people, they have so much political power and influence that they can make things happen. Mm-hmm. This is the same type of respect that black people are screaming and begging and asking for, mm-hmm. but we're not getting it. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, we're on a road that's directionless. We're rudderless. We don't have a, a force that's pushing us. And I started thinking about this earlier this week. I was like, Everybody constantly says we don't have a figurehead in the black community that's leading us mm-hmm. towards a goal. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking, well, name a figurehead in anybody else's race or culture. Who's the, the main white person? Who's the main Latino person? 
Who's the main Indian person? It's not that we need a leader. We need a better culture. Our culture is self-destructive. We've been influenced by hip-hop by so much, and hip-hop mm. is dragging us down to a negative aspect. We don't respect our men. We don't respect our women. And we don't have, like, if you if you compare the black culture, which is hip-hop for the most part, to, you don't think so? What, what What is the dominant black culture? Like, we do a lot of different things other than just hip-hop, man. Well, I know that. Like, I think, I think that when you have certain people like Michael B. Jordan or people like Michael Jordan from basketball or, um, you know, Colin Kaepernick or Denzel those Washington are- or those types of people, those are types of people that are outside of those realms at times. Like, I don't really feel like hip-hop is, is what mainly pushes us through different situations. Like... The music's good, and that seems to be the dominant thing on social media, but that ain't what's, what's leading us. Okay, I'm a little confused by it. I, I don't think hip-hop is just a music. It is a, it's a lifestyle. It's a culture of people. Right. It's an inf- but what do, you, what do you mean by saying Michael B. Jordan, Michael Jordan, and all those names? What are they? Those are people. It's not a, a culture. Okay, so you're saying all we are, are, are is music? No. I'm saying hip hop as a culture is more than just music. Okay, it, it goes hip hop goes music, graffiti, dancing. What else? Beatboxing, breakdancing, turntables. I, I don't see all of that, but it's not. That's that's not what we are. Hip hop is our culture, but mm-hmm. it's more. Let me let me finish what I'm saying. I got you. It is more than just the entertainment side of it. It is also a lifestyle. Okay. It is also a way of life. You could, you could, you could compare hip hop to like a religion. Mm. Like you have certain quotables that people would pull out and be like, "Yo, everybody in this culture knows these quotables because you know Jay did that." So hopefully you didn't have to go through that. You know what I'm saying? Like there, <laughs> it has more sway and pull than just the music and entertainment that black people do in America. Mm-hmm. It also dictates our day-to-day lifestyle, like how men and women interact with each other. Don't trust a bitch. You know, that that is a mantra that a lot of people are sitting out there pushing, mm-hmm. and they live by it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that that's right or wrong, but I'm just saying that's the type of mentality that we have when we interact with each other. It's, it's usually hip-hop first. I might be saying this wrong, but that's the way I look at it. I got you. So, uh, if we can't get, if I'm having a hard time explaining to you where I'm coming from, the mm. rest of the conversation is going to be confusing. So I'm trying to figure out a better way to explain me saying hip hop as a culture that most people live by. Most black people do. I got you. I, I mean, I think that's a agree to disagree type situation for me because okay. I think I look at us before hip hop made it. And what we were doing before that, and we're we're bigger than been to me. I, we're we're more to it's more to it to us than just that. So that's why. What were I, we doing before hip hop? We were marching and protesting and taking care of our neighborhoods before that. And I don't. And, so and, I, and my and my my mentality. I feel like. I feel like I don't have the mentality of hey, don't trust that bitch over there or all this. You get what I'm saying? Like I'm just I'm I. Maybe I just don't understand 
where you're coming from. When I hear someone say, yo, hip-hop is what's leading us down the path of destruction, that doesn't jive with me because the first thing I'm thinking about is like, so you're saying music is what's turning us against each other. When, to me, that's not really the case. You get what I'm saying? How do you justify us killing each other all the time? We have crime, man. I, I understand that, but how do you just... <laughs> you asked me, and I'm like, we have crime. And I'm, like, I'm trying to explain, but you're not listening. Okay. How do you justify us killing each other? What is the reason that we wouldn't just turn... Like, we would respect each other more so than... Like, I won't kill a black man. I kill a white dude. Why are they doing that? I'm not putting it all on hip-hop, So last why are people we- doing that? Last week, you said the economy dictates crime. Yes. If we're poor... We we rob each other, okay. or we rob and steal and kill. Right. You literally said that last week. I know I said that. So is the music that we listen to make us go out and do that? Because you yes, yes. So music, it's not the economy then. Do you want me to explain? Go ahead. The economy is part of the factor. That is what puts you in the condition, right? Hip hop is the expression of the condition that you're in. Would you agree with that or not? Mm-mm. Okay. Being broke and not having money puts you in a situation to make you do things that you wouldn't want to do. Yes, and I don't right. I don't think music influences. But hip hop's not just music though. <laughs> so breakdancing and beatboxing is making I, people All right. You get what I, I'm saying? I see what you're saying. I can't explain it. Our dominant culture, we don't put value in the right thing. We we are more about flash than anything else. If you compare our culture, which I'm just going to say the black culture, we don't have somebody saying or a family structure pushing you saying, this is the wrong thing to do. You need to, you know, go towards this. Like if you compare us to the Indian culture, Indians are like, if you don't become something successful, Mm -hmm. you fail this whole family. Okay. We don't have that type of structure. And I think that's something that's needed right now. Like you said before hip hop, <clears throat> we were taking care of our community. Something changed, hip hop was there, and the community is now being toward now, right? I'm not blaming hip hop for it. I understand the conditions of everything, drugs being dropped off in our neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. That wasn't something that we did, but we had to go through that. And the outward expression of what they went through was put through music, put through the graffiti, through the art. But there was still a mindset that changed in our community. And something is pushing towards not being positive and not growing Mm -hmm. towards more flashy and just being out there. I'm not saying that that's what people have to do, but that's just the the majority of people are doing that. Right. Okay. (laughs) No, I'm listening to you, man. Like, I'm hearing where you're coming from. It's just the fact that I don't agree with that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's okay. It's okay that we don't agree on the same thing. For me, it's social constructs that's been put out here. And I'm not, I'm not the nigga that's going to be like, oh, it's the man's problem. But we have also been shown here in the last five to six years that there are social constructs here in place to systematically keep us from being better than what we are. And it is situations where we had to hustle the system to figure out how to get around certain situations. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying this, but I understand that there's more to it than just some songs or people 
pushing a message or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 more to it than that. And it's very it's a, to me it's a little bit more complex than me saying it's hip hop's fault. That's what I'm I'm coming from. I, I think it may have played a part in a lot of mentalities mm-hmm. in a way that that I most definitely can't explain because I'm not a parent. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's a lot more to it than just saying, yo, the hip-hop culture is what pushed a lot of our black community into where we're at right now. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying you're wrong, and I never will say you're wrong because you're coming from a point of view that's different from mine. What I'm saying is... I look at it from a different point of view than you do. We both, I think we both look at things differently. And that's cool because I think you dig a lot deeper into hmm, political sides of things. Is that fair to say? I mean, it's facts. It's facts that you. That I dig deeper into political sides of things? Yes. (laughs) So that's what I'm saying. Like me, I'm more of a social looking at it from a social side of things. You get what I'm saying? So Not some really. of the I'm a little confused by that. The I, social side of things? Yeah. So I'm I'm more of a pop of a culture. Uh I, I'm always looking at shit from people and how they act towards certain situations. Mm-hmm. I never really look at I've never really been I keep up with politics, but I never been really been big on the po- political side of things. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of it I know what it is. And I know what it is. Smoke and mirrors. You know what I'm saying? Like, the government is going to give me what it's going to give me. And it's going to give me what I need to keep from (laughs) uprising and taking over the capital. So I know what I'm getting. I know what they're feeding me. I ain't stupid because it ain't all real. I know that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the way society reacts and the way society moves in certain situations, I look at that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, those types of things is what what interests me more than sitting up here listening to what a senator got to say because I know that nigga is not really going to do what he say he going to do. Right. So so by you saying that, you would I would think that you would see a pattern starting to emerge from what people are complaining about. Like usually it boils down to the same thing over and all. It's like they're not being listened to, their needs are not being met and they just feel like used. Mm-hmm. But like uses a, you don't think the majority a, of the people in America feel like they're not being heard, like they're just being used to get to a stepping stone or getting to a point, like their jobs are so undervalued that all they are are placeholders that they're just numbers. Yeah, but that's for me. That's something that's been happening for a long time. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, like, what, that's exactly what I'm saying, that you should see a pattern emerging that all of these things that are happening in social media and social, con- what did you say when people, like the social things that people social, are going uh, through. Social, social constructs? Yeah, the things that people are going through, they usually boil down to the same thing over and over with every situation, is that people are getting tired of the, the status quo and they want to change. Hmm. I have to think about that. I ain't really just said, like I'm a. I have to sit down and kind of. That's fine. Think about things like that. But I, I, I feel literally lost from. where we were trying to go. Where I had I had a plan on this. 
with the Whoopi Goldberg situation, but it, it I'm not putting all the blame on hip hop because hip hop started out very positive. It had a great message. Mm-hmm. The music is the driving force of the hip hop culture. Whatever these popular people say dictate what the culture does. Mm-hmm. The majority of black people in America follow the hip hop culture. So if we all like Nikes, niggas go out and buy Nikes. You know what I'm saying? Like that really does change where our money and our, our political force goes. When when something's cool and it's trendy, people are gonna latch to it. Mm-hmm. Yeezy boots. You know what I'm saying? Like came out of nowhere, people latched to it, and now it's profitable. Not a most cost way too much. Thirty five hundred dollars. That's crazy. When you look at the J E W group, they have a lot of that political power that people were striving for. Like the Black Lives Matter people, you know, before they before people found out they were all corrupt. Mm-hmm. You know, another lady got bought a house or something anyway. Mm-hmm. But before that shit just fell off the rails, it really had a, a good message and they were trying to strive for something better. But then the shit just then people got involved and it just got corrupted. Mm-hmm. Something happened to hip hop and it's been corrupted. Not just the music the culture itself and it has like gangster rap is not a positive thing i listen to it i love it it's great but it also teaches us to devalue each other as humans he's still from me i'm gonna shoot that motherfucker you know what i'm saying that's just my opinion about it all. Okay. you can disagree with it but we got to get away from that mindset and try to get towards something more positive i'm not saying get rid of all of it but this is Something that's self-destructive. We got enough on our plate already. Mm-hmm. Systematic uh, uh, oppression is legitimately something that needs to change. Like, people tell us to get over shit. Get over it. Get over it. Get over it. You look at the Holocaust situation, you can't even get the facts wrong about that before motherfuckers is calling for your job. Mm-hmm. You look at us, we still in the same one. We ain't in the same. We've, we've, we've gotten better. But we we shouldn't be in the same situation. Mm-hmm. But the reason we're in this this plight is because there's a systematic thing that's holding us back. Redlining is a legitimate practice. If I move in a certain neighborhood, my price will be more expensive than somebody of a lighter skin. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. And that's what people are trying to explain. But we can't move forward because we're still being pulled back. And I think our focus is more on the flashier things than more of the systematic change. And it started to happen, but the attention is being pulled to something else. And that's where I'm going towards the political things. This is getting completely off the rails. But mm-hmm. it's more smoke and mirrors over with the political parts than us trying to fix us. And I think those are two things that need to happen at the same time. We got to fix our own community and our own people and our own way of thinking but I think it starts with us individually by changing the way we think. We're, we can't keep going down this path. You know, every time we get a black millionaire, they get shot in the streets. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not, not all the time, but a lot of these new musicians, they're out there. They can make change in their neighborhoods. They end up getting struck down. Yeah. We got to change something. And from my vantage point, it looks like the culture. But, so, but, but on the flip side of that, too, I think a lot of the mentalities that that have been taught from other sides uh, outside of the black culture is something that needs to be changed too. I think that a lot of people 
look at us and say he's not the Brian Flores situation. He's suing the NFL, which that brother most definitely I want to give Is him that props. The coach? Yes, okay. I want to give him props because he's he's literally putting his whole career on the line right. to show yo man they're not doing. They have something in the NFL called a Rooney Rule, and fuck it, we're off the rails today. Let's go. I don't give a fuck. Um, and the Rooney Rule is there to say teams are supposed to interview black coaches, basically just giving it it's affirmative action for the NFL. Yeah. If that if that's what you think it is, if that to help you, <laughs> it would sound like it. Um, he got fired after having a winning season at his last team. Mm. Um. He gets a text from a, another coach saying, oh, man, like, hey, like, congratulations. Like, looks like you got the job. He got a text from another coach saying he got the job that he hadn't even interviewed yet because a white coach with the same first name as his was the one who got hired. Mm. They still were going to go ahead with his interview, interview yeah. but he wasn't going to get the job. Gotcha. He's suing the NFL because he's saying the practices of – Y'all have this rule in place. It's not it's still not fair for black coaches to be able to get an opportunity. Like y'all even y'all already hired the dude, and y'all still no courtesy call. Y'all not gonna tell me nothing. Y'all just gonna interview me. There's one black coach in the NFL right now, it, and, and that's the problem. I agree with you, but um, is is it? We don't know why they chose the white guy, do we? I, I mean, not really. You know what mm. I'm saying? But what I'm saying is, why have the rule if you? Let the dude know. Stop going through hmm? the. They should have told Brian Flores themselves that he he we don't need you to come interview anymore. Oh, but like he was hired, but nobody was the white coach was hired, but like nobody was really supposed to like know. It was only a few people. Who knew yeah, about but that and that normally happens. Yeah, I, but call it so he doesn't deserve a call. No, no, no. They're still going to interview him because if they don't, then they're breaking the rules, right? Hmm. I mean, you you know, it's not about what you know; it's about who you know. And yeah. a lot of these companies, they will they will do the thing, they'll do the song and dance to make it seem like they're following the the rules. But the systematic problems that we were just discussing are still in play. Hmm. That's I mean, yeah, that's the reason why there's only one coach. Well, it it's, more quota. To, it's more to it than than that too i mean as far as the nfl is concerned because it's been it's a it's several teams that hadn't even had a black head coach before and the owners run that league they have a commissioner that doesn't really do shit but mm-hmm. say yes to the owners because the owners have the power of course um and they're the ones who make the decisions the commissioner is right. just there for a figurehead but what i'm saying is um to to, sur- to surpass all of what i'm saying what i'm saying is there's a lot of things in america that we have to overcome and it's not just black folks it's minorities in general. Mm-hmm. It's more than just black people. So when I say us, I mean minorities. Uh, just for this episode, anyway. <laughs> uh, I, I I I get what you're saying. Like, hey man, we got to fix ourselves and stuff like that. But like, hell, I'm not saying that's the only solution. I'm not saying you're saying that either. Okay. What I'm saying is, we got to get past a lot of other things to get ourselves in a position to where we, we can we can make noise. And, and as far as, like, the JEWs are concerned, well, you know, they got a, a lot of those Holocaust survivors got a lot of money to be able to start their own businesses and neighborhoods from the Holocaust. So, yeah, I would be able to have power, too, if I got paid for some stuff from slavery. Yeah, 
No, I, I agree with you. You get what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah, it's it's. I'm real. with you on that. We need some form of atonement. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's real. It's real easy to be able to start your own neighborhoods and a lot of and a lot of the JWs that you speak. Are of you saying are, J A W J E W? Okay, <laughs> I keep hearing. J- That's why I was smiling last yeah, time. I thought no, you no, said no. J E W. No, J. If you'll run it back and embarrass yeah. me anyway. It doesn't matter. But the J E Ws. It's a lot of these J E Ws that that they are speaked upon as well in the same hip hop culture that we we have. Mm-hmm. They've integrated themselves into that as well and made plenty of money off the back of black people Hell as yeah. well. So what I'm saying is, it's more to it than just face value of things that we see i'm saying that us as black people yes we got problems but guess what there's other sorry minorities my bad but there's other things that we have to overcome it's been like that for years man i just want us to be like all i think a lot of times all we really ask for is a fair shot yeah that's it that we, is just what it is. we just want a fair shot. We just want to. We just want to. We just want to be play on the same field as you do. And, and to be honest with you, I'm okay with the fair shot. Like, at least they bring the dude in for the interview, but they had already made up their mind. They're still bringing him in for the interview. We don't know what the next step is. Maybe they say, "Well, we can't hire you because we already got our guy, but we'll send you over to this place." I don't know what they do. It's unlikely that that's the practice, but we don't know. We can't say because we're not in that room. Right. But at the same time. You still want to bring that dude in for the interview? Well, it's a lot more to that to that situation that I didn't explain, and okay. and, and I don't want to. That's fine. That's you fine. know, I don't want that to be the the focus because I think it's it's a it's a lot more um, in depth, and I only I don't have my uh, my it's clips for it as okay. well. But no, no, that's cool. I just I don't want that to be the focus. I I, I just want us. I want us. Fair shots are, are something that I most definitely am with, man. And I agree with and, you. On that. And I know that we we aren't a perfect. We black people ain't perfect. Nobody's what, perfect. What though. my what race it is? No, none. We all got our problems. If it's illegal immigrants from one side, if it's uh, people who are 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 are, how can I put it? I ain't gonna say that. Never mind. Okay. But every all of us, all of us as minorities have problems, man. We I all think going my it. my stance in my conversation stems from where can we fix the things that we can fix. We, we, we're trying to fix the systematic problems and we're, we're running to stalemates from the political parties. But as we fix those problems, we can also fix other problems. And I'm just trying to identify issues to fix first. And that's it. With Whoopi, I, I, I feel like they invalidating her experience, especially by suspending her. But she did get some things factually wrong. So I understand why they're doing it. That's it. How's your week been, bro? <laughs> uh, great, <laughs> wonderful. It's been a it's been a wonderful week. Let me of, tell you, of great things. You got anything you want to share uh, about these great things you've had? Nah, we, we went pretty deep. And that's I'm, fine. That's I'm, fine. I'm, they changing the game, bro. I was talking game? to my homeboy. The game, you know, the game, baby. I was talking to my homeboy at work last week. He told me how he got caught up. Let me tell you a situation. Oh. I'm glad you got that because I got a uh, from one of the questions that we had last week too. So we had questions. You posted. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so. I'm glad it's two of us. <laughs> I do. Hey, anyway, talking to my homeboy at work. He got caught. He got caught. He was doing his dirt. He got caught. I'm mm-hmm. just putting this out there for the people who are doing their dirt. Just be on the lookout. So, um, 
Now, this isn't a real person. This is an amalgamation <laughs> of events that happen, mm-hmm. and I'm putting it into one scenario. One scenario. Just got to throw that out there. Here we go, yo. So, dude doing his dirt, and he get into an argument. He's like, man, my girl come home. I don't know why she give me all this static. They arguing. They bickering. It's like, she asked me about all this stuff. I ain't doing nothing. He actually doing something. So, the girlfriend comes home asking what you been doing, why you been busy, why you been answering the phone. Mm. They recently got new Wi-Fi. That's very key, very vital. Okay. He's like, I've been here all day. You know, I've been asleep. You know, niggas can't come up with good excuses. I've been asleep. So, <laughs> That's a horrible excuse. It's a terrible excuse. <laughs> so <laughs> with the new service of Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. they give you these apps that you can put on your phone. It's a smart app. It lets you control what's going on with your network. You can see the speed and the usage, and it gives you notifications. Notifications happen to be turned on for this app. One of the things that the new app can do is notify when a new device connects to the network. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know, but when you name a device, sometimes that unique name ID pops up when you connect to a network. Every time on my so, phone. Like your phone is Cole Jackson's phone. It'll pop up. Like my phone, Shogun, or Anthony's phone pops up. Well, the wife or the girlfriend was looking at the, the, the network. And she saw Britney's phone pop up on the network. Huh. So she's like, That's his daughter, right? Who's Britney? That's his daughter. They ain't got no kids. Damn. Who's Britney? They ain't no Britney. Guess what else they got? Amazon. A Alexa. dog. Britney, the name of the dog. Cool. <laughs> the dog got a smartphone. Oh. <laughs> this nigga gets you get come on, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm trying to help this. I'm trying, to, say, help. I'm trying to save this man's life. <laughs> Oh no, it gets better. <laughs> the dog just It gets better. Damn. So they it's smart home, kinda like I do. He's a tech guy, like me. <laughs> too smart. <laughs> I'll say too smart, nigga. He didn't know about the app. They just got new Wi-Fi. So they also have a Amazon camera inside the home. But he's a good one. He's good when he's doing his dirt. He ain't doing it nowhere near the camera where the camera can't pick up what they doing. But the camera has a microphone. <laughs> the girlfriend is listening to all of these conversations. Can't really hear the conversations, but definitely can confirm that there's two distinct voices going on in the background. One sounds like a man, one sounds like a dog. <laughs> if you want to call her a bitch, that's you. No, no, no. no that, that, that's a cat. Sorry. Okay. Cat. That too. <laughs> yeah. We're having a whole conversation with a cat. So. She comes home, tearing up everything, throwing shit all kinds of crazy. He's like, bro, I don't know what I got to do. I'm like, you caught. Mm-hmm. I'm telling this as a cautionary tale for those who are out there doing their dirt. Put the shovel down or do your dirt a little bit better. Be wary. When they come through, don't let them connect to your Wi-Fi. <laughs> Did, you know? Did you know? Did you know that they what? had apps that send you notifications? My shit. Pops up every time I go in the house. No, I mean like when somebody, when you are away from the house. Oh. And somebody connects to your network. Nope, but I would have learned. <laughs> yeah, well, he did too. That he learned hard. You had to read instructions. <laughs> <laughs> See, y'all niggas. He didn't know he wasn't home during the installation. Y'all, you guys be sitting up there being so, uh, I don't need to read no instructions. You better read them instructions. All Save right. your life. We got to, uh, this leads me to another situation. They changing the game, bro. Shoot. They are changing the game. What is wrong with y'all? Have you heard about this situation with DoorDash? 
Probably not. Which one? <laughs> it's several. So, they raping people too? Like, damn. like, uh, like, Uber? uh, Lyft? Oh, it's Uber now? I thought it was Uber. I thought it's always been Uber. Oh, I thought it was Lyft uh, last year. So this this dude is going viral on TikTok because he got an order. I don't think he's the actual DoorDash person, but he posted this. A DoorDash person, a driver, a delivery guy, got an order. The order said, you can keep the food, but I want you to drive by the house and send me a picture of whoever's there. What cars you see in the driveway. And so he did it. Now, this is the question that social media is asking. Would you have done that? Hell no. <laughs> you ain't in it. Your name Bennett. Uh-uh. So, I, that, that $8 tip ain't worth it. I don't know, bro. What else you going to do? You get the, you get free food and you get the snitch. Oh, man. Nah, bro. I ain't doing that. One person said, <laughs> I would do this. Crazy. For, I would do this for anyone, LOL. That was the top comment. Child, I would have, I would have been like Facetime me, sis. I'm for the drama. Uh, somebody else said a free Wendy's lemonade just to be nosy. Sign me up. So I'm just saying, Mm-mm. if you're doing your dirt, man, it's uh, technology is finding ways to be like a Roomba and suck this shit up. Mm-mm. Might want to be a little clean out here in these streets. Nah, man, that's that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So that eight dollar tip ain't worth it, y'all. Shit's a little turbulent in his household. So. Um, one of the one of the people who answered our questions, like, hey, we about to record last week, and then people left us though. It was too late. We had recorded by that. Uh, mm-hmm. um, one of the things was they sent they sent this. It was a Twitter. It's a tw- it's a it's a text exchange from two people. Ah. And the caption on the tweet is, "I can't make this shit up. I quit. <laughs> Let me go buy a cat." So here's the exchange. Okay. And they wanted us to comment on it. It says, "Oh, okay, cool. Uh, what is that you do?" I'm a marketing manager at a uh, biotech startup. Hmm. Word sounds really important. LOL. So you don't just uh, so you just do whatever you want. Is basically what you're saying. <laughs> Laugh my fucking ass off. Is that what you what it sounds like to you? Basically, well, you're pretty close. Okay, uh, I see. Well, I'm a normal working guy, so I'm probably not <laughs> what you're looking for. Hmm. Say what? Where'd that come from? Damn, I didn't have to do it with the attitude voice. That I don't matter no more. Uh, laugh my fucking ass off. Uh, is that what it sounds like to you, basically? Okay. Uh, I see one. Say what? Okay. It The picture, mm-hmm. basically. Okay, here he goes. LOL, what do you mean, come from? <laughs> it didn't come from anywhere. Just regular conversation, but based upon your occup- occupation slash lifestyle. I'm not living like that. I work corporate. No need to waste your time at all. So you're assuming I won't like you based uh, on the fact that you work in a corporate in corporate society and I work for tech. So basically, the gist of the text back and forth, these two people met, or these two people were talking from uh, a... Yeah, an app. app. Yeah. The guy basically was saying, Hey, I'm a regular guy, works in the corporate world, and you are uh you work in tech. There's no way we can get together. And she was just like, Hey, you're not gonna date me because of what I do. I mean, that's stupid. <laughs> and very I, limited. They just wanted to know our opinion about no, that. No, that's dumb. Like that guy's a dumbass. Yeah, that's like, why how did they get into com- how did they even connect? 
Like, clearly there was some interest somewhere. Mm-hmm. And so you find out that she has a job that sounds like a decent job. And you're like, fuck out of here. I don't want you. Well, you you're want? not, you're not, he basically was like, you're not going to like me because I work regular corporate um, American Yo, job. low self-esteem having ass. Get the fuck out of here. She liked you, nigga. All I'm going to say is, look, man, you got to let that shit go. He did. Ain't no, she out of here. Ain't nothing wrong with motherfucker making more money than you, brother. I'm just saying. Don't be, don't be so hesitant to jump into that situation because she making, a, she got a better job she a little bit better. She's not the problem. He the problem. Yeah, he the problem. And she dodged the bullet on that one. Would you want somebody that's mm. that indecisive? Mm. I'm not putting my eggs in that basket. Nigga got a hole in it. This motherfucker like, oh, oh you ain't gonna like me because I gotta do. Why did I it? think you was talking about a hole in the eggs? <laughs> There's a hole in the basket. The eggs might fall out. It's like, like it's dripping. <laughs> like yes. the, egg, the eggs are dripping. You what gotta the cook fuck? these eggs, man. They gonna go bad. Hurry up. Food is too expensive, man. Do you think we do that too much? I well, don't. not us, but yeah, no. I don't get because if you got hey, man, I poke my chest out. But do you think that's something that that a lot of guys like? Oh, you sound like you got a way better job than I do. I don't know if I can talk to you. He's a pussy, straight up pussy. Because he don't want to talk to that woman. That, um, yes, because he can't fucking put some confidence in his step and say I'm better than this, and I know my fucking value, and she gonna like me off of my merit, not just based on my job. What the fuck happens if you lose your job? Then what? Who the fuck are you? Your identity shouldn't be what the fuck you do. It's who you are. Fuck out of here, pussy ass nigga. Stay strong, Kings. Nah, nigga, get your ass up and be somebody. He got a corporate job. I don't give a fuck about his corporate job. Bitch ain't got no personality. Fuck that nigga. You can't make. (laughs) You want him to go in the fucking tool shed and make some personalities? Yeah, motherfucker, you might be better off. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let me work on this. Let me go in the tube shed and build a personality. This, That's one thing men have is a personality. He's Steve Urkel, nigga. He can't even make no Stefan. Yes, he can. What happened? You went to the gym, right? You bettered yourself. That's different. Now, how is it different? <laughs> because I, I, how is it different? That's vanity and <laughs> narcissism. Fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You saw something that you wanted to change. You put forth an effort and changed it. His confidence is low. Figure out ways to build your confidence. How you do that though? Nigga, there's many ways. Get out your comfort zone. That's the first thing. Many men. This motherfucker texting on the app and worried, oh, you're not going to like me. Bitch, how the fuck do you know? I'm bothered by this for some reason. Clearly. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. But <laughs> that, uh, man, that man didn't do I don't it. like he motherfuckers not trying. He didn't rob you. He didn't steal from I you. Just, I don't like no confidence having ass motherfuckers. You just... <laughs> this shit bothered me. <laughs> but if he hit your car, you'd be like, hey, man, it's all I'm right. I'm going to beat man. his ass. <laughs> and I know he can't fight. Pussy ass motherfucker. This scary ass nigga. Look, fuck out of here. Somebody gonna steal his woman in his face. Well, he clearly ain't got one if he on the app. They gonna take the phone from him and swipe on her and then say, This is me texting from a real nigga phone. Or some shit. I don't some, know. Come get this a real nigga yeah, dick. Get fuck out of here. Your pussy ass. I think, I think that, that, that dude just. He heard what, what she did and kind of was just like, oh, shit. Nigga had to Google the shit and still was confused. <laughs> it took me a minute to get that bar, nigga, but when I got it, that, shit, saying, that shit hit good. Oh, my God. He's like, oh, you ain't going to like me. Okay, then He said, you get to do whatever you want to. Why did he even say that? 
What was the purpose of him saying, you get to do whatever you want? I guess it, her job intimidated him. Then you ain't doing one for her. Fuck out of here. There you go. <laughs> that nigga got mad. <laughs> Sorry. This king, I don't like. This king got mad. He didn't steal from you, though, man. I don't care. He I don't like people not you. understanding their worth and their value. Like, you more than just what your name Come tag on, say. Bruh. Come like on, bro. Like, a what? lot of people don't, don't, a lot of people don't understand their worth and value. Yeah, you know and I saying? have a problem with the Instagram vanity culture, the OnlyFans culture. I don't, I don't like that shit either because they're exploiting that. That's the one thing that they bring to the table. I would hope that women or whoever has these sites and websites would have more than just their looks. But that's the easy way. That's how you can instantly get some money. Mm-hmm. But for a dude who actually got swiped on, started a conversation, they'd be like, oh, you ain't going to like me because of your job? Fuck out of here. Or for her job, man. I, I, oh. I don't. Oh, no, I, I think I get it. No, I just, it, maybe it's taking him a little bit to understand, hey, brother, you are worth something because you working, you know. So I f- I'm not making I get, excuses for lame-ass motherfuckers like this. <laughs> If you can't get it, if you feel like you're inadequate, then leave her alone. Well, I mean, I think this was my... Well, I don't know. And you know why he did all this? Because of some shit that he's thinking. She didn't say that she was better than this motherfucker. Uh This would be the same type of, oh, you don't like men? You you a piece of... Like, fuck you. (laughs) You complaining about some bullshit in your head. You at the fucking door, and then you close the door and be like, nah, I got the wrong house. (laughs) Bitch, she opened the fucking door. (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with these people, man? I'm at the wrong house. You know what I'm saying? She invited you over. And then you just, I, I'm here. Oh, nah. Nah, I don't want this no more. Yo, your house is too big. You got a, you got a two-car garage. No, like, nigga, go in that house, nigga, and sit down. Thank you. I got you. Shoot I your fucking you. shot. Or shut the fuck up. Get out the game. <laughs> well, they matched. So, I mean. That was him shooting his shot. And then he was like, nah, I can't do this because I'm a bitch-ass nigga. He wasn't confident in the type of job that he had. Well, fuck you and do better. <laughs> he got a corporate job. I don't give a fuck about your corporate job, bitch. Who says corporate job? You know, I got a corporate job. Bitch, you got a job. Stop. <laughs> you already at the door. You got the, do- you got the fucking invite. You know how many motherfuckers is out here trying to get to that point and this motherfucker is letting that shit go? Bitch ass motherfucker, get the fuck out of my face. I'm sick of this shit. Man, I really wish that nigga would have just robbed you. <laughs> they would have went a little bit I want to talk to this motherfucker. Can we get... Did he have a hash... Did he have a name? Uh, a profile? Uh, it wasn't no names on there, man. I wish people would tag oh, this point God. and just send it to this motherfucker. He needs to oh, hit this. Oh, shit. To, to whoever this may concern. Oh, God. You need to get up off your ass and have some fucking confidence. Okay. <laughs> that man... That man got intimidated by a job, bro. It's all right. It's cool. That's going to stop you? What? That's going to stop you, a job? From from me talking to somebody? Yeah. We ain't just, I, ain't, like, I ain't that nigga. That's what I'm I saying. I want you to make more money than me. Then, okay. <laughs> then you understand down. where I'm coming from. But I ain't... Even, <laughs> don't, don't condemn that man. No, fuck that. Because <laughs> he... He don't know his worth, man. Soft-ass world, you know your You know your world. You know your worth, King. You all good with me. You ain't good, you, bitch. That's why you're still you'll single get, with your you'll, lame you'll ass. Get, Not you. I'm talking to him. You'll get, you'll get better. You were talking to me. No, I was talking to that <laughs> lame ass nigga. Bullshit. I'm lame too. No, nah, it's cool. Well, I get mad at you, but I just I stop caring. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all don't know how many alley-oops I threw this motherfucker. He's just like, nah, I don't feel like shooting today. Nah. All right. I appreciate <laughs> it. 
The one time, well, I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell the whole thing. The one time I introduced you to somebody and y'all hit it off, you got mad because I visited first. I didn't get mad. Oh, okay. That's that, wasn't a, it. that wasn't a mad thing. That was a, he my homeboy and I don't want to go behind him type thing. Oh, I understand that. <laughs> there was no. We just stop. We just gonna cut all this. We leave this alone. You quit there. I know, but like, I'm gonna tell it all. All right, we'll fucking tell it. No, I'm just saying. It, I didn't know just... you was gonna be so like cool with it that y'all was gonna get to that point. But I, I wasn't mad about Look, it. I am a fucking charming ass nigga. That's the type of shit that I'm saying that this motherfucker ain't got. <laughs> of course, it was. Yeah, yeah. But I fell mean... in love with the pimping. Well, I mean, they got enough. Yeah, I I I think for me on Mm -hmm. my end of things, we homeboys, and I just don't, I didn't want to go behind you. I feel you on that. But mad, you for all these years, you thought I was mad at you. Yeah, you're fucking stupid. You literally have the worst communication in the fucking world. I have. I have never been mad at you about that situation. I literally was like, "Oh no, that's my homeboy. I ain't even go behind him. Can't do that." But you, you, you did okay. All right, we'll talk about this often. <laughs> I don't think I have the worst communication, but that's that's my we, opinion we, about me. Neither one of us communicate with each other well about women, about anything. Oh, okay, this is news to me. We do. This is news to me. I'm, I should be asking you what. Well, okay. Give me some more examples of my failure to communicate. These words. You said I don't <laughs> communicate well. Give me some more examples of me not. I'm just saying we don't. Well. That was a that was a prime example of one. Uh. I never knew you were mad. You thought I would. I never you knew. literally told me this at one point that you got upset about it. With you. Okay. I thought it maybe I misinterpreted. I'm bad at misinterpreting shit. I never got mad at you because of that. Okay. Right. I was like, I you know what I was upset about? Okay. Dude. I was upset that you were hooking me up with somebody that you had already been with. Nigga, I didn't know that was a problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if we homeboys, you get what I'm saying? I, I, I see I, it now. If we boy, if we I, homies, I understand it now. Yeah, like that's just not something not. that you do. But for me, I'm like, hey, she loved the crew. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I look at you as a friend that's better than that. Like it's oh shit, it's different. <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't every everybody's not my friend though. Yeah, 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 yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of people that I don't consider my friend. Yeah, I'm me. a sharing type of guy. Like what's right. mine is yours, and if I'm still right. in it, then it's mine. But see, for me, that's a little bit different because. I got you. We cool, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's weird. Nah, it ain't even weird. Okay. It's just it, what if what if I went and and talked to your last girlfriend and did something? That's all on you, bro. I don't give a huh? fuck. That's your headache. Oh, if I'm okay. done with the situation, I'm done. You never knew that. Oh yeah, no. Nah, you get what I'm shoot saying? Shoot your shot, buddy. Yeah, she no. cook you some cakes. Believe <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Me personally, when I'm cool with a nigga, like if I if we if we in the same friend circle, like if yeah. I'm like, yo, if okay, let me put it to you this way. All right. If you call me at three o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. as a hey dog, I'm caught up somewhere. Mm. I'm coming to get you. Bet. If we that kind of friend, Bet. then it's a lot of stuff that I don't do. You can't cross some boundaries. Right. I got you. 
I, I guess nah. I don't have the same boundaries. I'm just like cool. But that's okay. Like, see what I'm saying? Like, we never had this type of conversation before. <laughs> I didn't know this was a bad like poor me on, on from my vantage point. I didn't think all, it was poor. It's not. It's not all you. It's okay. us. I got you. We don't communicate well sometimes. All right. You get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. No, you don't. No, I, I do. But I, when you say that, I'm like, well, when's the other time that I didn't communicate well? We just don't communicate well sometimes. I think I, I'll be afraid to get into deeper conversations than what it is. Because it's like, well, why don't you look at it that way? I'm like, nah, man, that's Eddie. <laughs> that ain't me. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Sometimes you tend to get very deep into conversations. Mm-hmm. And I'm a very surface level type person at times. And there's times I'm just like, talk to Eddie, not me. Well, when it's important, I think you should want to get to the the bottom of things, right? Certain things, yeah. I mean, if it's like I'm giving a freaking long, drawn-out talk about NBA, like, shut the fuck up, nigga. But if it's something that's affecting your life. For me, I'm like, oh, shit. See what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, you talking about you you watch ball hoops now? Oh, shit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I think we just look at so so many things so differently. And sometimes we, I think, sometimes we don't have conversations because, and plus you real, you're very, like you a, you're a lumberjack to me. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like you just went off on this nigga because he don't have confidence. confidence. Uh-huh. And at one point in time in my life, I was that nigga. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? I would have got mad at you too, but it's not, hold on, let me, let me, hold on, let me finish. I would have got mad at you, but it's not saying that. You're not worth what you're. What you, I understand what you're going through, but what you're going through is not the end of all things. You need to understand that this is just an impasse, and you got to get over that. Mm-hmm. The way that I was raised is go through that shit, right? And that doesn't work. You told me that all the time. I'm not a good motivational speaker to you. Well, what I'm saying is like that kind of thing don't work with me. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So it's like certain kind of conversations like that. I avoid because it don't work with me. No, I understand that. You and know I, what I'm saying? And, I, and I, I took it the same way I take it today. I'm not mad about it. No. Nah. I just don't know another way to explain where I'm coming from. I know. You're a blunt <laughs> blunt force trauma type nigga. Damn. All right. You not? I don't you think I'm blunt for trauma. Like, you literally like, man, what's this nigga? Did this nigga have a name? Let me get. Let me yeah, because I want to talk to this motherfucker because he a piece of shit. He, because he doesn't have confidence. Yes. No, you're not a piece of shit. Yes, you ha- are. Everybody should have confidence in themselves. But just a pro- sometimes it's a process, though, bro. Like I don't give a fuck. This nigga got a corporate job. Get your ass out of this process mentality and get to it. <laughs> I get what you said. <laughs> <laughs> you got a corporate job, bitch. You know how to get to it. Right. And apply those same skills that got you to that corporate job to getting a woman. Mm. That's all I'm saying. I, I just do it in a comical way. That's very forceful. That's <laughs> yeah, you like. It was dude, funny, right? You the dude from Detroit. <laughs> like, hey, like you go to take that gun off that nigga's hand and do, put it back on him. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you that nigga. Uh, Brown. Okay, I got you. <laughs> Good name podcast. What are everybody. we doing this week? <laughs> What are we doing this week? Anything else that you have? I was just saying that they changing the game. and Ladies are hiring DoorDash people to drive by people's houses and take pictures. And I was just saying that there was somebody who doesn't have confidence in himself, and he stopped talking to her. More of the story, you should have confidence. (laughs) What else? 
Uh, uh, black history movies, baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's do black history. Oh, no, no, no. We cannot go into Black History's movie until we talk about another king who is now making history. Hi, Rihanna. Oh, what? What the hell's going on? What do you mean? Oh, Rihanna's involved. What's happening? Well, There's Rihanna had made an announcement last week. Did she? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. She's expecting I... to drop a an album, baby. Rihanna is now pregnant. Guess by who? It ain't Drake. A$AP Rocky. It ain't Drake. A$AP Rocky. Names in my old phone. Hey, at least she black. Ish. She from the island, so I don't know. I mean, I know. I don't know how race race works no more. What did that have to do with this? Like, you didn't know Rihanna was black? I did. Oh. A$AP Rocky like the white women. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Got lost on that. That's that poor communication thing we got going on. I I, I was lost. It's like rocking like the white girl. It was like at least she black. I was like, she was always black. Like he like cocaine and white girls. He like both the white girls. All things white. All white everything. He get off on white. Mm. Like Virgil. Mm. Can we make a joke like that? R.I.P. Virgil. I've never cared. We, we I've the never, <laughs> never cared how long it is. <laughs> I, I kind of care. You can't be saying jokes like that when somebody did. Like you looking at the body. Damn, I wish this nigga went to pet Planet Fitness more. <laughs> like, he in a casket. <laughs> you holding the casket up like, shit. He, his body ain't going to never be as right as it is now. Like, Fab said a line that I really love. He said, more burgers with your buddies and less steaks with snakes. Mm. <laughs> and it's just like. Hey, that's actually fire. That would have been one of them times when you should have got some steaks. <laughs> 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 nigga dead in the coffins. Heavy ass. <laughs> What kind of pose you want to be buried in? <laughs> I'm going to be doing <laughs> I want the Nene pose, nigga. <laughs> I want a Nene on these niggas as I die. <laughs> Don't even put me in a casket. Stand me up. <laughs> nigga, let the rigor mortis hold me in the Nene pose. Fuck. Cremate me. <laughs> no, nigga. What if I can feel it? No, I said me. I know, but what if you can feel it? Uh, too late now. <laughs> like, show is hot. Once you get past all that, if I get past all the other things that happen before they cremate oh, that's me, true. yeah, I think like the embalming process, it, taking the blood out your body, like, hey, I might need that, right? Nah, cremate me. Damn, I ain't with that all this. Why shit. do they take the blood out? Is it for preservation? For Trump to drink? Oh, okay. How you think he's been alive so long? Adrenochrome. Throw some D's <laughs> on that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, we say, <laughs> Bye, Rihanna. Now back to y'all fools. <laughs> yeah, Rihanna got pregnant. Okay. The world went a crazy. The whole, well, social media, I shouldn't say the world, the world, the social media went crazy. So. When are they not crazy, though? It's social media. That's a good point. Yeah, I know. Twitter's wild as fuck. It is definitely wild. I'm trying to stretch, and I can't find it. I've been trying to stretch. I just couldn't find it. Where is it? It's not there. It was there last I week. I know, but I don't see it. Fuck. <laughs> you got to label this shit better. Your labeling skills are. <laughs> you got some, other, you got some of that called long. <laughs> and watch that be it. What is long? Where is it? Did you see long? <laughs> it should be a beep. <laughs> Okay, it should be the new 
black history of movies, but I don't see it on there. New shilling, too damn high. New ending, new rundown, goddamn. Rihanna. There it is. Here at Governor, we realize that black history is important. I want to eat some of them chitlins. I love pig's tea. Here at Governor, we like to celebrate black history in a different way. I want you to go in that bag and find my wallet. Which one is it? It's the one that said bad motherfucker. We recognize true talent from our culture. Now, Billy, how many times I told you not to call here and interrupt my kung fu? So celebrate black history with us. Celebrate black history of movies. Fuck you! Fuck you! And fuck you! Who's next? That's right, folks. In the tradition of every February, government name is bringing you black history of of movies. Um, so this week I decided since the news came through, uh, via social media mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. um, they are, they are canceling the Boondocks reboot for HBO Max. So I decided to say, Hey, this kind of threw a lot of things out of whack. Cause I had everything kind of set up. I wanted to bring to the forefront. And like I said, this, this, this month I'm doing black animation. I wanted to bring to the forefront, the Boondocks. Mm. Boondock started in 2005. It was one of the funniest and up-to-date adult animation cartoon, adult animation shows I, I had ever seen. Mm. Hilarious. Regina King plays Riley. Um, who was it? Riley and... Uh, Huey. Huey. So Riley and Huey are two brothers. They live with their grandfather, which is Granddad, or Robert Jebediah Freeman. Played by the one and only... John Witherspoon, hilarious. Uh, there was three, se- four seasons, three seasons. I think it was four. It was four seasons. The, the fourth one was so bad. I started watching it. I, I didn't. I fell. It off. was terrible. Um, but this is about two kids out of the city of Chicago that moves into suburbia with their grandfather, and hijinks, hijinks ensued. Man, like this was um, probably it was four seasons. This was probably one of the funniest shows on TV at the time. Still holds up to this day. One of the um, several wonderful, relevant episodes. Like, The Boondocks was more social commentary than anything else. Mm -hmm. And, man, every episode just had some type of message to it. And it was amazing. And I just feel like, man... I really wish we could have got it back. You know, uh, John Witherspoon, who played Granddad, he passed. And I I, don't, I know it wouldn't be the same with him. Charlie Murphy was also in it, and he passed. Yeah, man. Um, Probably, what was one of your favorite episodes of Boondocks? Nigga moment. Bing! They had, like, three parts of that, too. Well, the first nigga moment was the funniest because it explained a lot of shit that niggas go through, i.e., nigga moment. A nigga moment, actually, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to use them to do it. Hey. Watch where you walking, nigga. Hey, what you say, nigga? Watch closely. You're about to experience a nigga moment. Webster defines the nigga moment as a moment when ignorance overwhelms the mind of an otherwise logical Negro male. What did you say, bitch, nigga? Hey, squeeze it, nigga. Causing him to act in an illogical, self-destructive manner, i.e., like a nigga. Nigga moments are unpredictable. 
Hey, wait, man, wait. This is stupid. Hey, you right, dawg. Look, let's put the guns away and go on about our business. Freeze! But they all end up bad. If they had their own category, nigga moments would be the third leading killer of black men behind pork chops and FEMA. It's a fact. Oh, my God. I love <clears throat> that because it's something as stupid as a nigga moment, which is mm -hmm. a poignant joke and an observation of, you know, just the interactions that, you know, young black youths have between each other. But it's not real. It's not a real thing, but you need some kind of justification of why these people would act in a certain way during certain situations. Nobody's ever had a nigga moment, but you've been through a nigga moment. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Right. But I just like how the satire of the boondocks was where they brought it to stuff like that. Yeah. What was your favorite episode? R. Kelly. Mm. That was the most on point episode yeah. ever. Uh, he basically got away because he could sing. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, are y'all clapping for this dude? He said, this, he, he, said he raped children. Y'all need to get some help for R. Kelly. Stop singing and clapping for this dude. Right. Introduce him to some older women or something. <laughs> you know, it's like, damn. I don't think an episode was more on point mm. or more like everything that they said in that episode, people making excuses for R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. The court's kind of being him dropping a new song to get the people f to stop thinking about him raping kids all that shit everything that, that was in that episode perfect was perfect and wow. dead on shit and kiss. exactly i don't think you can get it's actually two episodes that's my favorite Stink it's man. the art mm -mm. it's the r kelly episode and the day riley got his chain that was the <laughs> that was the funniest shit there ain't no chain it's ever. a necklace, necklace. <laughs> <laughs> he did it on Butch. What was his name? Butch something McKinsky or whatever his name was. Beat him up and stole his chain, man. And he was part of the Lethal Interjection crew. <laughs> <laughs> Butch Magnus, that was his name. Mm -hmm. And Riley, and it was cool because Riley was like, "You gonna give me my chain?" <laughs> he got his ass whooped. I just thought that was uh, to me that episode just talked about how we go through dumb shit to keep material things. Mm -hmm. It just click in my head too like i'm like yo this makes sense so that was um i just wanted to highlight that that show because it was so many relevant episodes the fema episode was was very relevant and good um gangstalicious <laughs> uh just it, the boondocks was something that that it was one of them shows where if it came on like i literally would stop and be like, yeah, I gotta watch this. Gotta watch it. So, I hate that the reboot got canceled, but you can always watch uh, the Boondocks on HBO Max. You could always make something new. You know, something else could stand in the, the stance of this. I, I my history with the Boondocks didn't start the show. I used to have an English class like in junior high, mm -hmm. and it was my first period in the morning, and we would used to get like free newspapers. And the coolest thing about the newspaper at that time, I used to read the Montgomery Advertiser. I'm from Montgomery. And so they would send these newspapers to the school, and I would get one, and I would read because I was interested into it. And our teacher would always ask us to find one article to kind of talk about before we started the day. Probably is why I do this podcast now. Damn. that's I wish I had teachers like that. Dude, this shit was awesome. I like, would probably know a whole lot more than one. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
That is a great idea. <laughs> it, it was, but at that time, I don't know why the new uh, school was getting newspapers, but maybe it, I don't know. Somebody, we, we benefited for it. Somebody made a deal. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> like but, hey, we need new computers. Well, you're gonna have to get these new papers. <laughs> hey, <just laughs> we had internet, but you know, just didn't have no computer. But uh, <laughs> so. Aaron Magruder used to have his comic strips in there, and it, mm-hmm. the Boondocks was his comic that he do in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And I liked it so much; like the art was so unique. I didn't understand the jokes, but I loved the art. And I used to doodle these characters. And after a while, my own unique style was kind of influenced by Aaron Magruder. Mm-hmm. So I used to have characters and all this stuff. But he really got me on the path where I like the first thing I wanted to do in school was to become an animator. I wanted to be a cartoonist. And you could draw your ass off too. Yeah, a little bit. But that was the show that got me like, yo, I want to do this. And then when I was able to read the context, like I could read in, in, I was in junior high, but I just didn't understand satire. Right. Once satire was explained to me, I was like, yo, this is the coolest thing ever. And that was it. But it was it was dope to see Aaron Magruder move from the newspaper to live action anime. And yeah. I was like, yo, this is we here. And the funny thing was, um, um when Aaron Magruder got the deal with Cartoon Network, celebrated all over the place because a lot of people had um who knew about the comic strips was like, yo, yeah. we in for and there's a lot of changes because it was some characters that they didn't bring over from the comic Lots. books. To the to the um, animation stuff, but this was Aaron Magruder getting his shot. Yeah, and he stayed with this. He stayed with the show for three seasons. One of the seasons he didn't want to have anything to do with it. Um, Cartoon Network, or just like every other major company, said, "Well, we, this makes too much money. We got to make another season." Matrix made made the uh, made the season without him, mm-hmm. uh, and you could you could tell because the satire wasn't there, the jokes didn't land. Things were very um, odd. They try to drudge up some uh, uh, some Rehash. old stuff and try to make it work. I don't. I'm sorry. There was an episode of where Ruckus met his family. Yeah, was that in the newer later seasons? Yeah. Okay, that was weird. But all of it just it just didn't make a lot of sense. Mm. Um, and Aaron Magruder, you know, was on record of saying, you know, like. I think they wanted to do more creative, take a lot of the creative control out of his hands. Mm-hmm. They wanted to tone it down a lot more uh, and do a lot of different things with it, and he wasn't with that. Yeah, nobody's with and that. And I don't blame him. But, man, salute to Aaron Magruder, salute to Boondocks, salute to having a very relevant and poignant uh, and black anime, adult black animated show on right. TV. So. so I did mine a little different this week. I... Uh, I wanted to find an actual movie that told the story of the struggle. I didn't find that movie, but I found <laughs> something else. That's right, King. Know your work. Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I knew what, what time I wanted to invest in some shit. Started watching one of the movies. I was like, oh, this ain't it. <laughs> I wanted a movie that just so happens to have a couple of stars in it that I was like, yo, this is cool. It was a period piece. Thing check and mark is one that we did not talk about before. Definitely check and mark. I was like, "Yo, we here." I finally found a movie. Mm-hmm. This movie touches <clears throat> home for me. One because it's in my home city of Montgomery, Alabama. Huh? Yeah. Shit. It's got 
Jason Weaver in it. You know him? Yeah. Okay. Okay. He was okay. from ATL. Mm-hmm. And he was Simba. And yeah. Um, can't we to be king? Erica Alexander. You might from not. Living Single. Yeah, I was oh, wondering if you knew who. She, I'm okay, doing a okay. Podcast. Hold on, Vin Rames from everything. <laughs> <laughs> the big nigga from Baby Boy, and the one and only Whoopi Goldberg. She just got suspended. Yeah, I know <laughs> for two weeks. I was like, well, <laughs> she's in this. I guess I'm watching this. <laughs> it's got some other we actresses gotta, in We got to support it somehow. <laughs> I definitely did. This movie came out in 1990. It's about. It's a political drama. It's set in Montgomery, Alabama, as I said before, in the 1950s, 1960s. With Ving Rams in it? The movie I'm talking about is called The Long Walk Home. It's about... I've never seen that movie. I know. You should watch it because it's very great. It tackles the race situation or race argument that we're going through, the debate of civil rights. In a different perspective, it actually shows you normal everyday people just trying to get by mm-hmm. during a society that had a system that was set up to be negative for a certain group of people. This movie is about when the Montgomery bus boycott took off, when it actually happened. Oh, so shit. Whoopi Goldberg plays a maid for a wealthy to do family on the other side of town who has a black maid. And it's told from the vantage point of the daughter of the wealthy family who has, you know, her best friend is Whoopi Goldberg, the maid. And so it starts off where it's like a coming of age story with this daughter. And she's like, well, Whoopi Goldberg was the first woman who ever rocked me to sleep. So she's like very loving and endearing for the maid. Like the maid is her friend. You know, they play toys. They have a real relationship. They don't. The child doesn't see anything about color. It's just. That child understands that that's my friend. But the mom and the father, I guess I, it really doesn't explain where the mom comes from, but she has a little bit of a softer side for the black people. She understands where they're coming from, but she's like, no, no, no. I need my maid here because I'm trying to be a modern woman. I got shit that I need to do. Like dinner needs to be on the table for when my husband comes home. I got to set and the table. I ain't making it. I'm not making it. <laughs> so I need you to be here. Yeah. So the father is like, oh, we got these niggers in my house. You know, he's not really mad about niggers. He just want these niggers to be in their place. And so society is like, look, man, if you want to be one of us, you got to be down with them. Because if they come up, they threaten our position in the world. Sounds familiar? So once the Pretty bus much. boycott breaks out, nobody's allowed to ride the bus. You can't ride the bus. If you ride that motherfucking bus, we beating your ass. They didn't say that, but that was the sentiment that people got. Mm. So the maids who rode the bus to get to the lady's house couldn't do it. So the movie's called The Long Walk. The reason why? You had to link that long-ass walk from your side of town to the other side of town and be there on time. So it starts out, people explaining what's going on. But then you start to see the the social issues that everybody's having. Like, look, man, what is wrong with these people? Why do they want to change this? They don't, life is good for us. We don't need to change nothing. Word. But Whoopi and her family is going through it. She's got blisters on her feet from walking all the time. They're going through it. they like, look, we got something that we got to fight for. We can't just give in. I want you to check out this trailer real quick. It kind of sums up the movie in a quick telling. But I really enjoyed this movie because it... Tells the civil rights aspect from a different vantage point. And I think it's fair. 
This movie could never be made today, though. What can from back in the day? <laughs> well, I mean, nothing. People are mad about some people using the, the N word, and it's like you should look inward. Mmm. Yeah. It's just your crown, King. You know, because <laughs> <laughs> you are you are telling the people's stuff. <laughs> I couldn't think of a good word. That's, that's all right. <laughs> Blame yeah. it on my education. <laughs> She's the proper southern housewife. She's the perfect family housekeeper. Thank you, Vanessa. Two women who live by the conventions of their time. But something is about to happen that will change the lives of these two women forever. That bus is as empty as my grave. If you won't ride the bus, Mr. Thompson doesn't see why I should have to suffer. I asked you to suffer, Miss Thompson. I don't want no trouble. Hit him! Tried to ride the bus, and that's why his face looks like that. What's wrong with you? If you give in, what do you think is gonna happen to this city? These are the people that you said couldn't count to ten. You're gonna go to one of their meetings? I'll make up my own mind now. Join any damn group I please. Get away from my car. No, you get away from your car. I'm a little scared. What's scaring you, Miss Thompson? Who you are? Who Mr. Thompson wants you to be? Yeah, I am trying to hold my head up as a white man in this town, and you're caught in a nigger maid. At a time in America when everyone did what was expected, two women had the courage to do what was right. When it's all said and done, people are going to look at you, Miss Thompson, and they're going to say that you were part of this. Sissy Spacek, Whoopi Goldberg, the long walk home. See, now I gotta watch this. That movie's good. And you know what's even better? It's on Tubi. Nigga, what? It's on Tubi. I mean, King, I know. What? It's, it's hard to break that habit, ain't it? <laughs> I ain't trying to break it, but for this episode, at least. <laughs> oh, okay, for this one. I mean, now I got to watch it. Tubi is king in my house. Yeah. <laughs> It really is. Tubi got everything. And it's got I just the, watched Bleach this morning. The anime? Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. Hmm. Sub so, um sub dub. Yeah, sub. Subtitles. Yeah. Not dub. Sub yeah. no dubs. Yeah. Okay. I said, Y'all got bleach? What the hell is going on? Well, they had the long walk home. And I'm watching one it. of the twists in the story is that the Sicily, what's her name? Sissy Space. Sissy, damn, you are you own these names. That's her name. Okay, anyway. She she got to the point where it's like, look, you can't keep coming late. And so she changed and she was like, well, I'm going to the market on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I'll pick you up. You ain't supposed to have no person. You ain't supposed to be driving around no colored person in times like this. The other thing that really connected me to this movie as well was some of the places that they shot at was mm. actually in the city. I remember when this movie came out. I remember being like, yo, that's the part that... Oh, they, they they filmed it in Montgomery? Yes. There's a park that me and my mom, my brother, we used to walk to all the time. It's right around the corner from where we used to stay. And it was there. I remember looking and drinking out of the water fountain that apparently we wasn't supposed to drink out of. Yeah. I did not know Oak Park in Montgomery, Alabama was a white-only park. I grew up in Montgomery. How did I not know this? Hmm. But it's just like, this is a very good period piece that explains, like, it wasn't always about, I mean, it was about race, but it was more about social hierarchies 
and they wanted to keep some people down so they could have this level of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. They were afraid of anybody challenging that. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was a, to me, it was very unique. I haven't seen another movie tell, you know, the boys boycott from a balanced perspective. Mm. But it gets good. It's definitely worth watching. It's called The Long Walk Home. You can watch it for free on Tubi. I don't know why people don't have Tubi. They should. Because everything is on there. Everything is on there. It's a free pro. It's a free program. And if you sign up for the email and all that, you can actually create a playlist. A, a playlist My yet. shit long as hell. <laughs> I still got movies I had four months ago that I ain't watched. And I'm like, dang, I got to like. So I did something the other day. So, you know, in celebration of black history, they have a whole bunch of black movies that they <laughs> cater to us. Then I started going through them and reading the description. What does Tubi think about us? <laughs> <laughs> like, these movies are pretty shitty. <laughs> yes, they are. They got to say, it's always somebody in the ghetto. It's always a single mom. It's always a stripper. I'm trying to think if they had one. They would had at least one that was, like, relevant to, like, but I don't remember oh, what it was. Oh, they had one out of a thousand. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm like, who is making these the movies? The algorithm don't check pandering, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> The algorithm is just like, we got to make sure the black folks is cool. Who are making these movies? Like, we got to make sure. They got sparkle on there now? They got sparkle on there. You know, they put something new on there every day. I did not know that. It feels like it. <laughs> I feel like every day something is added to Tubi, man. Yeah, man. Oh, my when God. I've watched that love, movie. Love. I watched when Love Kills. I actually want to see Love, Sex, and Kung Fu. It's got all the things I like. There's a movie on here called Three Keys, which is hilarious. Three is, Keys? Three Keys. It is terrible, but I love that movie because it is it is funny as hell. Let's read the synopsis. After Okay, let's zoom in. Oh, shit. After the little sister of a former soldier is kidnapped, she turns into a killing machine, unleashing her fury on anyone who gets in her way. Love, sex, and kung fu. I'm watching that 2015. Tonight. Probably pretty good. Yeah, three keys. Three key. Three keys is hilarious. Super turnt. I think that nigga from uh, Notorious was just like, "Hey man, fuck it. I'm just gonna make movies, and something else might hit." Who a knows? feared rapper and a crime done gets out of jail and tries to focus on taking care of his son <laughs> and a legit career. A career, but custody battles threatens <laughs> all of that. <laughs> Wait, super turnt. Who threatened? Twenty twenty two. That's a new movie that came out this year. I kind of. It's got old buddy in it. He was uh, the green, not Green Lantern, Martian Manhunter. Isn't that him? It looked like him. <laughs> Nigga, let's, oh, sorry. King, let us go to, okay. is it, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. This is a hell of a show today. It's always like that. This is the Good Name Podcast. Jackson on the left. Shogun is on the right. Cole Jackson. The rundown is where Cole Jackson and Shogun takes news from the internet, some serious, some not, and our opinions make them funny. Hey, 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 hey. hey. Don't say the N-word today. I'm trying. I'm trying. What you want to talk about? Uh, I'll start it off. I'm trying to find a story that I want to do. <laughs> Like I can't even do no, no, I got, I got it. the Let stories me... I want to do no more. Why? Because it's one story I just want to talk about, but I I I, I want to wait because it's gonna 
it's gonna take up most of the rundown okay. for me. Honestly, well, I know you got a lot of stuff, but nah, not really. I really want to get into to that story. Okay, but I we let's do a, let's get into sex trafficking and Tisha Campbell's. No, I, I don't want to get into that. No, 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 because don't freak out. But I think I almost got snatched up. So, Stop the tape. <laughs> Stop the tape. <laughs> Why? We have to believe all women. She's doing a fucking video. What do you mean? I think I almost got snatched up. Mm-hmm. Are you just gonna stifle this woman's speech and you're not even gonna let her get it out first? Okay. I'll let me listen to it. Sorry. <laughs> I hate that I can do that. Freak out, but I think I almost got snatched up. So they don't have Ubers where I'm I'm filming, and I had to call a taxi. So I get this number, but the the, the truck that that the van that pulls up is real sketchy looking. But there's a guy in the back seat, right? So when he jumps out, the guy is just standing there. I thought he was getting dropped off, but he's just standing there. And he goes, "Get in," and I go, "What?" He goes, "Get in," and I go, "No." And then I look at the car, look inside the car, it's fucked up, the rubber is pulled up from the bottom, there's dirt everywhere, the, the back seat looked like it's snatched out and snatched out for a fucking reason. And so the guy in the front seat, the, the driver goes, get in the car. And I go, well, I'm not getting in the car. And the guy in the back is like kind of mushing his body towards me to get in the car. And the guy says, well, then get in the front seat then. And I said, I'm not getting in that fucking car. Fuck y'all. Fuck out of here, right? I asked the lady at the front desk. I said, yo, who's the guy that gave me this number? And she was like, why would he give you this number? Yo, this trafficking shit is real, but they got me fucked up. They got me fucked up. Because I ain't Gina, bitch. Uh... Have you not heard about this? Okay. I think I seen the, I probably seen the headline and just scroll right past it because I was like, <laughs> he was like clearly she's safe because she's making the video. Yeah, so I was like, all right. And also all is good. Also, you go, girl. I don't know if they would have sex trafficked her, but they might have kidnapped her. No, they wouldn't. I mean, she kind of ain't nobody trying to. I'm sorry. It is just hard for me. First of all, Google is a thing. You can Google numbers for taxis. Mm-hmm. And I, why didn't she? So she's in Mexico. She was filming a movie in Mexico. And where she's at, they don't have Uber. Maybe taxis. They don't have nothing <laughs> in Mexico. The water bad. <laughs> the water bad in Flint. <laughs> so first of all, man. Where are you going? It's Mexico. I don't know where she was going. But she called a taxi to get to where she was trying to go. And when the taxi came, dude hopped out and was like, get in. He was like, hell no, nah, this shit don't look <coughs> respectable. Well, the cab that she got was probably a good cab in Mexico. I would hope. Like, I'm, she could have got worse. Yeah. So you don't believe her? Uh, uh, I plead the fifth. Why? Because I love all black women. Yeah, you could still love them, but you don't have to side with everything they say. I'm sorry. sorry what do they tell I... you to jump off a roof? You're like, I still love you. <laughs> Are you going to jump off the roof? Uh, no. That's exactly what I'm saying. It shit doesn't matter. So what's your opinion <laughs> on this? <laughs> I think I, I think, I think I've given my opinion. She all right? <laughs> like, oh, she cool. Okay. I, she... I, there's no... Way I just I don't know. Okay, well I might have been wrong, but this is what somebody else says. They say this is from the Daily Mail, so you know, grain of salt. 
Tisha Campbell files a report to the police on an incident in which it appears that she almost got snatched up by human traffickers in South Prady Island, Texas, after initially confusion over the location, of course. Okay, Tisha Campbell's on Monday contacted authorities in Texas to report the incident in which she almost got snatched up by people she believed involved in human trafficking. Martin, uh, Tisha Martin, the name, that's her. Oh, Tisha Campbell Martin. Yeah, Martin. She's 53. She remains un, very traumatized. She remains very traumatized from the whole thing. Her publicist told the Los Angeles Times about the incident, which Campbell's details in the social media post on January the 28th. The clip Campbell's warns her fans that she was nearly a victim of alleged human trafficking after a scary run in with two men saying, don't freak out. But I think I almost got snatched up. That's what she said. Um, <clears throat> a report from TNZ initially linked the incidents to Brownsville, Texas, but other outlets corrected the uh, the location, saying it was the South Prady Islands. I don't know how to pronounce that. Authorities believe that Brownsville Police Department issued a statement quickly, launched an investigation into the claims, but could not validate Mrs. Campbell's stay in the Brownsville Hotel, nor any other claims made after, in the video, you know, conducted numerous interviews and reviewing security footage. The, the, the Brownsville Police Department take human trafficking incidents such as the one that was reported by Ms. Campbell very serious and welcomes her, you know, to reach out to them to investigate the matter a little bit deeper. Campbell's did not specify where the incident took place in the clip. And Barnes told the proper. OK, so the Internet saying that she might be Jesse Smollett in this whole situation. She's making a movie. Damn. She's making a movie about sex trafficking. And when she calls, when she calls a damn cab, the cab comes with some sketchy people. Sketchy people jump out, and she's like, "Hell no!" And she leaves. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Sex trafficking is not a laughing matter. No, you called. She might be just a Smollett in the situation. Which, when you say everything that you just said, you it can sounds, see. It sounds a close. Somebody Please. find Ice T from SVU and get him on the Ice T will figure out. He'll what figure happened. this shit out. Give me a second, man. We're gonna find these guys. The motherfucker, he oh, they can't say motherfucker yeah. on SVU. The guy, the guy really just went up the street. Homicide we, we, department. We caught him. We caught him with the bag of chips, and we also caught him with the soda, which means that he spilt the soda at the crime scene. Mm-hmm. So you know we gotta bring him in. He's the soda chip murderer. He's been running amok all across Texas, man. <laughs> we gonna kill him. It's soda, like a the soda chip murderer. <laughs> Yeah, nigga, he, he having a good time. Not going anywhere for a while. <laughs> Have a murder with some chips and a soda. <laughs> a soda chip murder. Have we we got to make this movie. No. <laughs> we got to make this movie. In the world. <laughs> How would it start? <laughs> what happened? Did he, did he get traumatized? He saw his mom get killed. No, no, hold on, hold on. No, we can't do that. Okay. We don't need, he don't need a backstory. We need to oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. What happened we, to this her? Gonna be a, I this don't know. We gonna she make was it, home alone watching Netflix. We're going to make this a cop movie. And all of a sudden, somebody broke in. With Jimmy Brown. And, and all they left was a half-empty can of soda. Ray Rain's dead, ain't he? Nigga, don't you say that. Okay, I'm sorry. Is he dead? Long living. I thought he was. No, nah, that's Michael Clark Duncan. Oh, you're right. My bad. Shit. Okay. Boy. Person kicks in, kills the lady, and leaves a half-empty drink <laughs> and some chips. Soda chip murder. Well, we're still working on the script, but uh, it's, it's going to be a two-be exclusive. 
You're just walking down the hallway, the lights are all turned off, and all of a sudden you hear a chip just crunch. It'll be like True Detective on HBO. Yeah. Nah. I mean, it's the crunch. Yeah. The crunch echoes like that. <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> speaking of food, there? what would you do for some food? Go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever wanted some food so bad that you would get into a fight? Yeah, I struggle all the time when I start cooking. <laughs> what you talking about? Sometimes when I go to Waffle House late in, in the morning or early in the morning, you know, it might be a fight. I got to fight for these eggs. <laughs> Christopher Ari Barker, a wood of Woodbine, was convicted of first degree murder of killing Caleb Solberg on Monday. Huh. He was sentenced to mandatory life sentence, which came. Two months after his conviction. Wait, is this the Waffle House murder? No, it's not. Okay, because <laughs> he he went to life too. The two men were friends and were eating and drinking at a bar on December seventeenth, twenty twenty. The confrontation began when Ari Barker decided to put mayonnaise on Soderberg's food. Apparently, this upset so Soderberg so uh, so bad that he punched Eckerberger in the face. The two began to fight. Uh, Ari Barker. I keep missing his name up. I don't care. Made threats <laughs> to hurt the victim and others. Mm. And he acted on those threats when he spotted Solberg later that night. That's a promise. He saw him outside nearby a cafe and ran him down with his truck. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> Over <laughs> mayo? <laughs> Quote, here's what the district judge Greg Steensland said. Quote, Eric Barker's first blow to Solberg did not kill him. <laughs> he came. He can't. He can't be heard screaming for his brother. Rather than just leave, Ari, Bar- Ari Barker went down the street, turned around, came back to strike Solberg a second time to be sure that he completed the job. Damn. Ari Barker uh, drove his truck up and over <laughs> Solberg one last time to make sure that he was dead. Ari Barker claimed that he was intoxicated at the time of the crime and had no intentions of killing his friend. He, he unsuccessfully attempted to reduce his charge to second-degree murder, which would have lessened the sentence to 50 years. Quote, even if Ari Berger is under influence of alcohol, he is responsible for the acts that, uh, that he has uh, suffered has suffered ment- sufficient mental capacity. I can't read today. Wait a minute. To, to form the specific intent necessary. Got a question. Intoxication is a defense. Only when it can, it, it can cause mental disability, which makes the person incapable of forming specific intent. Isn't that intoxication? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, all right, this is me challenging the definition or the laws here. Mm-hmm. But so it's his fault. He got drunk and he killed somebody and it's on him, not the bar. Because when it's a rape, they try to blame on the, the bar. bar. They try to, yeah, they're saying it's him. Maybe it's a state thing. I don't know. Possibly so. How do you feel about a man killing his homeboy over some mayonnaise? I'm just going to say this. McDonald's, Burger King, Chick-fil-A, and all fast food restaurants, get the order right. Get the order no, right. No, they got the order right. No, his no, no. Homeboy. I know. But if you add mayo, when this motherfucker say, don't put mayo on my shit, he might run your ass the fuck over. Well, he ain't running nobody He's over He's the mayo prison. murderer. <laughs> <laughs> the condiment killer. Condiment killer. Adding that to the list right now. I watched the condiment killer versus the chip soda chip man. 
Nigga, we got a whole There's a universe. Universe now. <laughs> Holy smokes, we are going to make <laughs> millions uh, of We'll make a million burgers <laughs> and put some condiments. A million condiment killer versus the soda chip murderer. Mm, I got a guy who would do this. Gotta be What three. do you think it set him off? Gotta be three. Was the mayo. I, no, no, I get it. The mayo. But why the mayo on his burger? Like, being drunk is one thing. You think he was that broke that he was like, this is my last $10? No. His homeboy put that mayo on his on his burger, bro. He ain't want it. That's like if somebody spit on my burger. Like, <laughs> I get mad, but I'm not going to kill you. He just put mayo on that shit. He ain't want it. I mean, I get it. You can order another one. I'll buy you another <laughs> burger. I, okay, he I've was been drunk at, at the time. I mean, I get it, but shit. Hey, man, look. So wait, somebody is people is serious about their food. Yes, you don't play around with somebody's food. See, it's like a dog. You play around with their food, they gonna bite you. Right, and that he man got, got bit. You <laughs> got bit with a truck with an F ten one fifty nigga <laughs> twice. I'm gonna double back on this one. He's like, I don't think they got him. He said, it was no threat. That was a promise. This is the funny thing. Oh, that's the, the lawyer. Funny thing. The lawyer was like. His intent wasn't to kill him. The second time. <laughs> but he had to go back and make sure the job was finished. <laughs> I want to understand how they got from inside the bar to in the car. Did he get upset? Like, you know what? Y'all play too much. Well, they got, the, fi- they got the fight. Yeah, and then he left. <laughs> who, who lost the fight? <laughs> how you get to the car? Well, I think we know who lost the fight. Because yeah. one of them dead. Nah, I think he won. The dead man won the fight. He just got ran over by a car. Did he really? You can't fight a car, my nigga. The shit driving. <laughs> He's got to drive to get the job done. <laughs> That's what the D stand for. This nigga said he can't fight. You can't fight a car, nigga. He driving. Yeah. I'm just saying that shit's rough. I know who won. Shit. Nigga I hope he ain't had no kids. The guy's going to jail. I'm going to shoot. Yeah, he got a life sentence for that. They finna get all Damn, types bruh. of condiments for his ass. You know what's funny? And I mean that. <laughs> Oh yeah, plenty of mail in prison. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Freshly made, <laughs> scrolls out of a fresh source. Mm. 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 Do you think you didn't like mail then? Mm. You gonna have to learn to like it. You gonna it's love an acquired it. taste now. <laughs> <laughs> Twice, nigga, you drove, dude, you drove back. <laughs> <laughs> like that you is he got away. that's determination <laughs> right there, dog. <laughs> that's why I don't understand the anger. Like, if it was his last dollars and he spent it on this burger to hang out with his friends, and his friend <laughs> fucked the burger up, and it was no more burgers, I can understand. But you could scrape the mayo off, or I could just buy you a burger. I buy another one. Ain't no telling what he said when he put the mayo on there. You too. Words hurt, bro. This is how I put the mayo on your wife. You know what I'm saying? I splanked in her yeah, bun just you, like this. Right. You remember Ann? This is how I came in her face. Just like uh, I'm putting this mayo on the burger, buddy. Damn. And he was like, you know what? What the fuck were they drinking? I've been drunk, but I ain't never wanted to fight Damn. my friends. White folks drink good. That's racist. Okay. White yeah. folks drink good. <laughs> okay, they do I'll drink stop. good. Have you ever went? Yeah, I was in like, fucking Tennessee <laughs> at Kid Rock's bar. I had a good time. Have you ever went buying alcohol with your white friend before? And see what Did they Did you say up? with my white friend? Right. My one white friend? I have several. You wasn't with them all together at one time? Oh, no. Right. Oh. 
But I've been with my white friend before to go get alcohol. I don't like how and you say shit, that. And the shit I've that been they, with my white friend. If it was friends, if it was multiple guys, then yes, it would be friends. But it was my white friend because it was one guy. Okay. We went, and the shit that he picked up and the shit I picked up, that shit didn't correlate. He was like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> what do you have? <laughs> He got Jägermeister and all yeah. this other stuff. Yeah, and I'm that's... sitting with him like getting E&J and, and Remy Martin and shit. And he's just like, ugh. <laughs> I don't like that band. Yeah, man. Here, get some vodka in your system, buddy. Yeah, Jägermeister. Yeah, Jäger. Jäger bombs. I'm paying. Come on. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm drinking yeah. it. What's up? I'll never drink Jäger again in my life. This shit tastes like cough medicine. I don't think I've ever had Jäger. Don't do it. I'm not. It ain't worth it. I'm, I haven't been going this far. <laughs> Fuck, I'm feeling, you know what I want some day? Some Jaeger. Some Jaeger. What the fuck is Jaeger? Is it a beer or is it vodka? I, it just comes in a big ass green bottle. I, I'm good. And then white people freeze it. Wait, you can freeze up. liquor? You freeze that? That ain't alcohol. It's I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't think you can freeze it. And the bottle is it's regular. You put it in the freezer for a little while, and then when you pour it out, it's thick as fuck. All right. I was like. I ain't never drink. We might this be either. missing out on some good shit. Nah, bro, I'm good. I, I might need to look this up. I don't know. Jaeger. <laughs> look at it. Look at it. He's like, you know what? Maybe I should. No, I'm, I'm going to my next story. <laughs> Talk about Jaeger. I'm like, yeah. Well, tell me this, man. You know, Valentine's is coming up soon. Mm. You got any plans? Mm. I plan on uh, keeping my money. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Well, I found something new that you can spend your money on. Is it that Builder Bill? Yep. Love is sexy. <laughs> Uh, Do so you wanna come? there was a lot of things going on about an after dark series coming to build a bear and people were spreading it all over, spreading it kind of like these cheats <laughs> and mayo, nigga. <laughs> the condiment killer, yeah, versus the condiment killer, the soda chip killer. <laughs> <laughs> I just, love that name. Just walk in, the soda chip killer. <laughs> yeah, these are lays, <laughs> and then he lays <laughs> a, a bat into your face. Bow. What are those called? The rivets in the in the chips? ridges? Ridges. Ah, dang! I, no jokes there. This is funny, man. But yeah, build a bear. They're bringing out a new line of bears that is uh, this is adult dis- theme. This is a d- disgusting. Why is it disgusting? What are we doing? What What do you mean? Like, is build a bear that broke? Like, I see the last time I went to the mall, which was probably like two years ago. Mm-hmm. But the line of build a bear was out of out of, out of the door. Mm. They don't need nothing like this to make money. Well, what about the times after those kids buy the bear? We need new Nigga, bears. Bro, that's where the money at. Now the we kids. got Valentine's bears. That's the adults. You ain't never seen one of them gigantic stuffed teddy bears? Yeah. Like women like that type of stuff. Now you can get one that's sex themed. Wine and roses. Build it. <laughs> In tonight's Factor of Fiction, we are looking into a story that some people think really has to be a joke. It claims Build-A-Bear just launched an After Dark series of stuffed bears for adults. This is actually true. Build-A-Bear After Dark features bears clearly targeting the adult crowd. Most of them are quite PG, but they do include several holding wine glasses and bottles and others distinctly made for Valentine's Day. On its Facebook page, Build-A-Bear says, wink, wink. Our gift shop is full of gifts for adults, too. Shop Build-A-Bear after dark for unique gift ideas that are sure to get you hugged. Most of the comments from the public are positive, although some say the company should stick to stuffed animals for kids. If you would like to submit a question to us. Sure to get you hugs? You think that'd get you hugs? No, don't 
know women uh, I so, talked to on a bed with some silk drawers. Let on. me ask you this: You think that corporate working guy from early in this podcast, if he had to send her a builder bear, think his confidence level would have got up? No, because it's all on you, King. <laughs> Do what you goddamn self. This is terrible. To Why me. is it terrible? This it doesn't. To me, it doesn't make sense. It's just making it makes something. money, not sense. You thinking small who change? Who, you thinking small change, man? Who is out here saying, you know what? I need an adult man that build a bear with some silk drawers. What if that person grew up with a build a bear when they was young? Now they got an adult build a bear. Matter of fact, I got my teddy bear from when I was a kid in my closet right now. You don't believe? You I going to be? No, I believe you. Talking nah, nah. all that shit, AG Bear. A.G. Bear. He's my best friend since I was a kid, Nick. Right. <laughs> you know why they call him A.G. Bear? I don't know. That was the brand of the bear. But <laughs> A.G. Bear had the same initials as me. Anthony Greenwood, A.G. There Bear. You, there see? you go. That's what's up. So I see where you spending your money this Valentine's Day. Not there. Why not? It's a great idea, oh, right? Oh, that's a stupid idea. I ain't spending my money on no fucking bear. <laughs> I would. Or you just said the same thing. No, I just said some people might, not me. <laughs> <laughs> what up, AG? You want to do that? We good. See, I'm going to give you a bed with silk drawers on and a wine glass. What the fuck out of here? They wouldn't be drawers. They'd be a thong or something. What the fuck? Yeah, I'm talking about, you see the bed oh, with the silk I know, I seen that shit. Nah. Oh, I'm, I'm no to me too. Yeah. Ain't nobody trying to get oh, that yeah, shit. Yeah, definitely that. Would they get you a me too? Mmm. That is a good question. I mean, it's cute. It's cuddly. But it is from an adult, the adult line, after dark line. Is it adult? The only thing that made it adult was the wine. And the draws. All oh, the other I mean, this beer ain't got no draws on. You ain't got no pants. It's a different time. <laughs> oh, it was a different time. <laughs> it was a different time when you got that one. You can do that kind of shit back in them days. The, before Twitter. Right. <laughs> that should be the next thing. It's A, B, B, C, before Twitter. Right. B, T. In those days, you could get away with that. You dude. could get away with it. You That's what some, Joe Rogan was saying. You <laughs> back some, in my day, I could get away with it. Right. Shit. You do some shit like that now? <laughs> that, bear, that bear is basically fucking up a lot of shit. Cause he ain't got no pants on, and all he doing is just chilling, right. looking cool. I mean, how I, cool? I, how cool is it that he ain't got no pants on? What about the female bear out here? It's a breeze. That's how you know cool what I'm it saying. Is. She might not like that, but she, she might, might do. I mean, actually, think about it. He's just being all natural. No bears wear pants. Mm. Did he, any did any of the spin bears wear pants? If he have he has a shirt on, so technically he deserves to have. He Nigga, has poop to have bear don't wear pants. Different poopy out getting honey. I like Pooh. All the time. Hey, that's and the he only got, thing his, he lived for. And his best friend is Tigger. You think Pooh got no self-esteem? <laughs> no, nah, because he got a Tigger best friend. Because Tigger be bouncing around. <laughs> I love that Tigger. Got a lot of Tiggers. I be like, Tigger, please Tigger, sit your ass down. Tigger, come over here, Tigger. Yeah, sit your Tigger ass down. <laughs> Hyper-ass Tigger. No mayonnaise for Tigger over here. Why you putting mayonnaise on my burger? I beat your ass, Tigger. <laughs> oh, Tigger-ass Tigger. <clears throat> Uh, are we going there now? I mean, it's Kinda either that to. or the metaverse gang rape. I'd rather go to Joe Rogan route, please. <laughs> I see that shit. I was like, it's one of my. It was one of my stories. Are you serious? Like that should have been the first. No, I'm talking about the gang rape in metaverse. Like this is like I equate this in my head to the same thing where when we, you remember when those scientists made that AI 
and then the AIs started creating their own language and they started talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And then there was like, yo, this shit is fucked up. Maybe we should not do this. And they <laughs> unplugged it. Right. Metaverse. Mm. This is it's a given in my book. Nobody remembers this, but I remember when Sony had their online like world. Home. Yeah, home. And I remember women used to go on there and get niggas used to Dudes used to go crazy, like oh, but they the couldn't woman in here. literally rape them. There right. is not programmed that you can rape. But this person apparently groped the lady <laughs> when she got in. Well, it was a similar situation at home. It was a uh, a couple women were complaining about like getting. Uh, you might not remember the story, but I remember the story. They were saying like they were getting sexually harassed at home. Oh no, you're on the internet and getting sexual harassed. <laughs> That's the internet, baby. Do you not remember Call of Duty in the 360 days? I got called more niggas than Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're there. We're here now. Yeah. If you have been under a rock, apparently Joe Rogan has said nigger quite a few times. (laughs) I think they counted like 70 times. And um, there was a backstory on this real quick. Okay. Backstory. So earlier in the week, um, artist uh, India Ari came out and she uh, was following Neil Young's. Yes, sir. This might sound a little insensitive, but who the fuck listens to India Ari? All right. I said the same thing. I mean, I said the same thing about Neil Young. Like, who the fuck listens to that motherfucker? Got a point. All right. Um, India Ari came out and said, hey. I want my music pulled from Spotify also. Oh, no. Um, it's not because of the misinformation that Joe Rogan is giving out, but because he basically said, says nigger. He- now, <laughs> and then she was just like, because I have the video. She said, roll this footage. And then there's a compilation, compil- compilation video mm-hmm. of Joe Rogan saying nigger a bunch of times. And she goes on to say, hey. I, she she goes on to say, "Hey, I'm an artist, and I have music on this platform." Mm-hmm. And she says, "Hey, this platform pays this guy a hundred million dollars mm-hmm. to have a podcast on here, mm-hmm. but they were able to pay him that money because they're making money off of my music to give to him, and he's doing oh. these types of things. I don't want my music somewhere where on, with a company that backs a guy like this." That's so cute. So that. That's so, so cute that she thinks people are coming to listen to her. Right. So that's where, from my, I guess, the news I got about the comp, comp, compilation came from. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was one of her main sticking points. She did go on to say in the video that she has talked to Spotify. She did say that Spotify tried to cut a deal um, with her about this situation. And then it kind of snowballed from there. Um, looks like you have the confirmation. Yeah, I, real quick before we go into that, what kind of deal did, would they run with her? She she basically said, "Hey, she's not allowed to talk about it right now," and but she is looking for <laughs> other she's looking for other musicians to step up to the plate and do the same thing because this platform is supporting things like this. Mm. You think Trinidad James gonna get some of this backlash too? No, he I had all know. gold, everything, nigga, nigga, nigga. <laughs> 
Play that compilation. Oh. Nigger thing. Yeah. Saying the word nigger. I well, already said nigger. D is just like nigger. Well, saying nigger. She's calling you a nigger. It's like this boy that he's a nigger and starts calling them niggers. Word nigger. There should be a word like nigger, especially like the word nigger. That's our nigger. About niggers. He says nigger. Guy a nigger. And there are niggers. Start saying nigger. About to use the word nigger. Out the word nigger. See nigger. Word nigger. Say nigger and he couldn't say nigger. Most nigger. Nigger. Andrew Schultz tweeted something that I I liked. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm going to read this Andrew Schultz tweet real quick. Rogan, the Rogan hit job started with information mm -hmm. that didn't stick, so now it's racism. Next, it will be misogyny. Mm -hmm. After that, transphobia. They, they are trying to make him radioactive because they fear his influence. This isn't about hate. It's about silencing a powerful man they can't control. I agree with that. Information that you have so far from all of this, mm -hmm. how do you feel? How am I supposed to feel? Back in the early days, Joe Rogan's podcast has been going on for a decade plus. Okay? Twitter a decade ago was very different from Twitter today. Mm -hmm. A decade ago, we used to let this shit fly. They said fag, nigger, all kinds of shit on Twitter because it was fun. And it was funny. I'm not justifying it. That was the culture of the time. <clears throat> Motherfuckers didn't give a fuck. You got, you got, oh, your feelings got hurt? Bitch, log out. <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? How you getting online bullied and you online? Get off the internet. Mm -hmm. Go live your life. That's the culture of the internet back then. White dudes say this. Look, I don't believe nobody. I, I don't believe this bullshit where people are like, I never said nigger. I think everybody said nigger. The same way I've said every offensive word in the book. Mm -hmm. This shit is funny in the <clears throat> right crowds. Now, is he right to record this and make money off of it? Probably not. Mm -hmm. But Spotify already signed the check. The motherfucker got paid. They knew who the fuck Joe Rogan was. Don't bring up some old tweets now. Mm -hmm. Y'all motherfuckers was mad about this shit? This shit? No. You was mad about misinformation like he, uh, Schultz said. And now it's moving over to outrage. My problem is why are they always using us? Why are we being manipulated to be the cancellation tool for Spotify mm. or for whoever? Like, I, this shit, okay. A couple years ago, Joe Button went on a whole campaign like this. He's like, yo, y'all don't feel like this shit is kind of controlled? Like somebody's trying to get at me through these means? There's a campaign against me? Mm -hmm. Does this not look like some type of campaign going against Rogan? Like these motherfuckers was sitting on shit and then all of a sudden they saw, okay, Rogan's giving misinformation and he's also a racist. Where the fuck did that come from? Where the fuck did NDRE come from out of this whole situation? You're right. you're so messed up and you're so mad that Rogan dared to say nigger? That you want your music pulled? How much how much money is she actually making off of Spotify? Good thing. This is what I have a problem with. The same dumbasses. The same dumbass musicians who signed these terrible uh, accounts, what deals. contracts and deals, are now mad at Spotify for not paying them out for the streams and mm. shit. Are you bringing in the hundred million views that Joe Rogan is? Joe Rogan deserves the money, whether I agree with him or not. He's doing the work to bring in people to this to this place. If I was working at a corporate job, <laughs> would I? If I had a, if I had, there is this movie. I forgot the name of the movie, but the dude brought, I think uh, Chris Rock was in it. I think it's, uh, I think I love my wife, but Chris Rock was working at a bank mm -hmm. 
and he was about to get fired. <clears throat> and the bank president brought him into this room, this boardroom. There was this huge desk. And he was like, you see this desk? This is the bank. Then he put a quarter on top of the desk. And he said, this is you. You're worth 25% of what this whole thing is worth here. Not 25% of the total, but you're only worth 25 cents of this whole process. Mm -hmm. You are replaceable. This whole process is not. Now, is Joe Rogan doing something that is so evil that his message or his podcast should be taken down? If so, snatch all the shit down. If the standard is that we don't want anybody to say any words like this, no nigger, no nothing, you can't say that, then hip hop got to go too, right? Or is it okay for us to degrade our own selves? Mm. And it's like no white man ever should say this. Okay, if that's the case, then Quentin Tarantino, all his movies got to go. Mm. You know what I mean? Anytime you <clears throat> that movie I just watched, The Long Walk Home, that's got to go. Mm. Tom, uh, Tom Sawyer, his books got to go. Motherfucker, they say nigga jam in that shit. Mm -hmm. So if we just going to blanket out everything and censor everything, no, fuck that. That's yeah. not real life. You're not going to censor everything. Follow-up question. How do you feel about? I don't know if you know this or not. Mm -hmm. How do you know? How do you feel about Spotify taking 110 of his episodes away? I think that's stupid too. Why are you censoring the shit that was already up there? You didn't have a problem with it. It was, as I quote Jay Z, it was all good just a week ago. <laughs> Where is this shit now? Why is it mm -hmm. a problem now? Because the outrage machine is telling us not to get upset about it. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not giving Joe Rogan a pass. Yes, in some context, I haven't heard. I didn't listen to all this shit. I don't know every time Joe Rogan said nigger. Am I surprised or shocked? No. Am I offended? No. This is something I was trying to figure out myself. Why do you say nigger? Why do you say it? I say it because I feel like it's a cultural thing. Everybody in my culture says nigger. And it's not like we mean it to downgrade each other. But it's just a cultural word. The culture has taught me to say this. It's cool in my culture. We are the cool people in the world. Everybody want to be us. Mm -hmm. So is he saying this shit to be cool? Didn't sound like it in some of those clips. Some of those he was quoting people. Some of those he was like, you just don't want to be a nigger. And that might have been offensive. I don't know. I'm just not here. I know, I know enough about Joe Rogan to say <clears throat> that I don't think he's inherently a racist. Mm -hmm. I just know that the times have changed. Like, we used to let some shit fly. We edit ourselves all the time on this podcast now. Mm -hmm. A couple of years ago, we didn't give a fuck. We used to say all kinds of shit. But that's just how well, you're trying to adapt with the times. Yeah. And a lot of the things, like, y'all don't know some of the shit that we, we received for some of the stuff that we said that we didn't even think was offensive. We've edited People shows before mid-upload and was like, uh, we might need to take this out. <laughs> people, got, people got mad at me for saying female at one time. I was saying it because it's factually a word, a female. The person who heard it said I was being, I don't, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but they said I was being derogatory right. for calling a woman a bitch because females are only associated with animals. And now, I hear, now I hear a whole bunch of women say female now. That's the shit I'm saying. Where is the standard? There is no standard with any of this. I'm not saying it's okay for a white dude or a black dude to say some <laughs> offensive things. Mm -hmm. But if, you, if you're going to start censoring people because of this, then you got to have it across the board. Isn't that what you want? You want equity, right? You want equality? equality. Mm -hmm. Where's the equality in this? Hip-hop get to say all kinds of shit, but <laughs> we can shoot niggas, kill niggas, hang niggas, deal to niggas, but this motherfucker can't say nigga? 
Nigga, please. <laughs> you knew it was coming. Um. All right. I took. This is how how. I got more. This is this is how I how when I got it. I was when I seen this. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the apology? Yeah, I think that's a load of shit too. Talking about from him? Yeah, I think it's. This is the reason I, I say it. Anytime you capitulate, I'm not gonna say that this is my original thoughts. I got mm-hmm. this from Andrew Schultz, but it seems to be the right stance in this situation. Anytime you apologize to this woke mob, they don't stop at what they originally said and wanted. They keep going and keep going and keep going. What are the demands now? They want to pull Joe Rogan off of Spotify, right? I don't I don't know if it's gone that far yet. The last thing that I read was that they took 110 of his episodes away because of this situation. Are those the ones he said? Like, well, originally it was 70, and Mm -hmm. then they went up to 110. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, here's what okay, god damn it. They originally backed him. So the CEO of Spotify originally was like, hey, we know it was some sensitive things that he had said, but we're still backing our guy. More pressure came, more mob mentality came, and then he's like, all right, let's just take away 70 episodes of the podcast. And then I think the apology came next, and then they moved up to 110 episodes of his his podcast Mm -hmm. being taken down. So right now, and I don't, and this we're recording this on Sunday. I don't know where we're at, where where we where we are at mm-hmm. currently. Like I don't know, I, I don't know anything past 110 episodes getting taken down. Um, when this initially, let me just preface this also. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a Joe Rogan guy, and I'm not saying that it's like I don't like him. I'm saying that it's like the only thing that I associate Joe Rogan with is UFC. Right, his podcast has interesting. I I can probably count on one hand how many times I've listened to his podcast, mm-hmm. um, and that's because he has interesting people, uh, in, people there. in there that does in, interesting interviews. Right. So there's sometimes that I do that. Does that mean I'm a supporter? I, I don't feel like it is. I don't feel like that. That I I continuously fund fund him. I don't continuously consistently listen to him. Stuff like that. Um, so I just wanted to preface that first. I think now here's my notes. I think people of influence are always going to be flawed. It is because it's a part of it. This, I'm reading from my notes. This this is what I wrote and how I was feeling at the time. Because it's being a part because because a part of being human is how that works. It's a flaw. I agree with you. I do I feel like <laughs> this is the first time he didn't say nigga? No. Do I feel like he said it in certain contexts? Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And this is just me <laughs> listening to a couple of his episodes. It sounds bad when you cut it all together. That was my other thing. But I can edit some shit together and make it sound any kind of way I there want. Were, at one point in time, you literally was like, when I edit, I am God. God. I can make you say whatever I want you to say. I feel like... um. Okay. But he said it though. That's the problem. He did say it, and he apologized for it. Can can I play the the apology? Yeah, play the apology. All right. There's a video that's out. That's a compilation of me saying the N word. It's a video that's made of clips taken out of context of me of twelve years of conversations on my podcast, and it's all smushed together, and it looks fucking horrible, even to me. 
Now, I know that to most people, there is no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word, never mind publicly on a podcast. And I agree with that now. I haven't said it in years, but for a long time, when I would bring that word up, like if it would come up in conversation and stay, instead of saying the N word, I would just say the word. I thought as long as it was in context, people would understand what I was doing. It's a very unusual word, but it's not my word to use. I'm well aware of that now, but for years I used it in that manner. I never used it to be racist because I'm not racist, but whenever you're in a situation where you have to say, I'm not racist, you fucked up, and I clearly have fucked up. I mean, how much more you want this man to do? How much more singing and dancing do we got to do? <sighs> okay. Do you think he's sincere with what he's saying? I do. I do, too. It's a difference between what he's saying and what Whoopi Goldberg was saying. Mm-hmm. Whoopi didn't sound like she learned anything from it. This dude is feeling the pressure. So, last week we talked about people, pockets, and all this other crap. I don't mean to call it crap, but... No, know, it's so pockets good. and it's some bullshit. How am I going to come up? I don't care. Joe Rogan is a human being that thinks outside of the box a lot of times with some of the things that he talks about. Yep. Um, I think that when you are a person who has a following of 11 million or hell, if you are a person that has a thousand people, 50 people following you, um, People look at that as a position of power and influence. I think a lot of people look at Joe Rogan as an influencer because of the following that he has. But I also think that people look at, I think Joe Rogan is being played as a pawn in certain, in in money games with companies and um, these musicians. I know people will be like, that nigga's crazy. But I, I, I don't think that this NDRE initially came out saying, yo, this is what Spotify backs and my catalog is there and my spins or my streams pay for his contract. I am not going to allow this and we need more artists to step up. Let me say something really quick. A lot of y'all artists still don't know what a stream is. (laughs) Y'all still don't know. T-Pain put it out there on French Street a long time ago how many streams it takes to even make a dollar. A lot of y'all don't know what a stream even is. I bring it up because of the fact that a lot of these artists are sitting up here looking at what they're not getting and what Joe Rogan is getting. Right, and it's jealousy. And for for this to come up now, it's kind of asinine. He's Shogun literally just said podcast has been up for 10 years. Yeah. So why is this a whole situation now? You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm at the point now where I'm kind of tired of people digging up stuff. Old tweets don't work. Like, why are we retro? This is like time cop, nigga. Like, why are we going back in time to find crimes to to make people guilty now? And I'm not, I'm not giving Joe Rogan a pass, 
By no means. Doesn't it feel nasty that we have to keep saying that? Uh, like, we listen to people. On, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just want to say this. We listen to people all the time, and we're trying to hear. We're listening for understanding, not for com, for confirming of our biases. A lot of people who are listening to him saying nigger, 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 they don't care about the context. They don't care about the situation. Hmm. They say he said it. He's bad. Get out of here. Right. I'm listening because I'm like, yo, well, what was the context of him saying these things? A lot of times he said it because he was quoting somebody or he was reading what somebody was saying. And so I can understand he was just like, I'm being authentic. I'm being myself. I'm going to say it. It ain't right in the eyes of a black man saying, yo, it's okay for this white dude to say nigger. Because it's a derogatory term for us, Mm -hmm. to us. But the internet was different. But here's my thing, man. Like, if this was such a bad thing now, then why a lot of the black guests that he got, why didn't they boycott it before this? Well, they didn't know about it. They didn't know that he was saying nigger on his show? No, apparently. Shit, we all just found out, right? I guess so. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Unless you're one of the, but he has 11, this is what's killing me. He has a consistent 11 million listeners. Do you think the 11 million listeners are all racist? No. no, and it well, I don't think it has anything to do with race. I think it has anything, everything to do with digging up things on people who are imperfect to crucify. You're y'all always niggas, gonna find y'all something. niggas are quick to crucify, but y'all don't want to get on the cross ever. Ooh, we bars. Y'all never want to get on the cross when it's your turn. Yeah. And then what do they say? Well, give me leeway and understanding. I, My I've mental done, health is I've, fucked up. I've gone through the education process and I now know better. We all want understanding when it's our turn in the spotlight or in the hot seat. But y'all ain't giving it to this man here. You, you mad that a white dude said nigga? Nigga, I know white people say nigga. They say it rapping. They say it offensively. They say the shit. It's on us. Here we go. It's on it's on us. This is the whole tip shit that niggas gonna say. I'm a self-hating black man because I, I hold ourselves accountable. But fuck that shit. It's man, on damn. us to put this shit. I don't give that fucking word power. Mm-hmm. Call me a nigga. All right, I'm gonna show you one. Yeah, you you like you if get you, if you're willing to say it, we'd be willing to get what was. And you understand with. it. And you understand it. That's the end of the story. I ain't sitting out here saying crack ass cracker, cracker this, cracker that. No, that shit's offensive. I know when I should not say things. I would hope Joe Rogan would know the same. If he didn't, then I guess he's going to have to get what's coming to him. But at the same time, I'm sick and tired of this pitchforks mentality of everybody's out to get somebody just because they did one thing wrong. Fuck it. Find me a perfect human being. You'll never find that person. JFK was cheating. Malcolm X, not Malcolm X, Martin Luther King was cheating. Jesus whooped some people because they were trying to shortchange. Like they, they was messing with the money. I think, and my whole thing is too, and I think a lot of people is looking at this completely wrong. The problem, India Reeves' problem with, was not with Joe Rogan. It's with Her Spotify. problem with Spotify. She used, here we go, because I don't, but I love black women. She used <laughs> I'm this. I'm so sick of that shit. She man. used this as a tool for, just like any any good lawyer is going to find something to make somebody guilty. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure that people know Spotify is guilty of pushing this type of stuff that mm-hmm. my catalog pays for. Okay. And to be honest with you, you're a little late, honey, to the party. Mm-hmm. Because, again, a lot of you artists, 
as many artists that I, I talk to, as far as like the other stuff with the BBRK radio stuff, if I'm being honest, a lot of y'all don't even know how to get y'all paperwork right. Y'all don't even know where some of y'all royalties come from. I know more about what you're where you're getting your money from than you do, which is bad. That's terrible. I should not know more than you about your your uh, career path. But I just don't like the fact that Joe Rogan, who is a influencer for all intents and purposes, um, is is getting all of this from past things that apparently out of 11 million people who have been consistently listened to him never caught before this. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, how does 11 million people miss this happening before this? My thing is, why did this come up all of a sudden? Like, He's a pawn. I mean, yeah. In company game. I feel like we, I'm sick of us being the pawns. Like, they couldn't get them, like you said, what Andrew, what Andrew Schultz said, they couldn't get them on the misinformation. So now they're trying to get them on being a racist. But why you got to use us? Like, I don't know too many black people who who were mad at Joe Rogan before this. Now they show us a clip of him saying nigga 70,000 times. And now we're like, Psh, I knew he was a racist. Really? Really? Where did that come from? Mm. Like, the switch up. We're so fucking programmed to anytime somebody says something like that, automatically cancel them. Get them out of here. I'm just sick of being on this chessboard. They played the black card or the black pun every time they want something done, but they don't do shit for us. So fuck that. I'm not doing it. I'm not, I'm not playing the game. I'm not protesting for them. I'm not trying to snatch nobody down until they meet our demands. Fuck out of here. Mm, let me just say this. God, I can't believe I'm the one playing devil's advocate. Let's do it. It's kind of easy to believe in something when a company says, let's just pull these these episodes that's the easy thing to do you get but you get but do you understand what i'm saying no like we we fall for the the tricks i'm not falling for this well i'm not talking about you because you're not a dumb nigga (laughs) you said we metaphorically okay all i'm saying is you you say well why are we the ones that get tricked all the time because companies make do tactics like taking down his episodes or changing the avi to a black square I forgot about that. Black Lives Matter. We got a black square. Ooh. That ain't happened in two years. Fuck out of here. What did y'all do? Did y'all get... But when companies make it easy to pacify you, then of course you're going to fall for the corporate tricks. Yes. We need. We do still need these musicians on our, on our platform because we do have to pay for our podcasting section, which they started last year. They have a whole podcasting wing now. And we just bought a company for, um, uh, like, an Audible-type company here last year, too. We got to fund this stuff. Now, specific artists aren't... NDIRE ain't going to make no dent in Spotify's money. That's the problem I have with her whole stance on this. She's like, yo, y'all using Joe Rogan, but you're still getting rich off of my music. Like, baby, he's bringing more people to uh, to to Spotify than you are. Like, I'm not saying her reach isn't that far. But Joe Rogan has got acts of people coming back using the app constantly, mm-hmm. repeatedly. 11 million people are watching this shit constantly using this app. Right. I mean, when I feel like I want to listen to some NDRE, I'll listen to it then. I, the bigger picture is the foundation of Spotify started with music. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I know you're saying like, oh, NDRE. But I, I, I get where she's coming from, even though I think it's kind of dumb because you signed up for it. I get it Regardless. as well, but the problem she has isn't just Spotify. It's the music industry. 
Pretty much. Spotify is making money off of the content that they provide. Joe Rogan just happens to be another piece of content. Mm-hmm. Make more appealing music and your streams will go up. Well, I mean, like I said before, she's not the only artist. Like, their whole foundation of having this empire that they have came from um, artists, from music. Spotify used to be the place to go if you wanted to stream music. So, of course, they built their empire and they started moving towards another situation. They say, yo, this pot, this exclusive pot, like that Joe Button, he did really bring in a lot of stuff. And we got a chance to get... Like, that was one of the biggest signings, like, ever. When they signed Joe Rogan and that contract, that shit was huge. Mm -hmm. So, it's just, it's crazy. I don't really feel like they're supporting racism. You know what I'm saying? Like (laughs) Hell no. I think that they're just like, we see an asset in, in Joe Rogan because he brings a shit ton of listeners to our platform. Right. And we're going to back that. Right. Um. But yeah, they, I mean, you know, if we being honest, they built they built their foundation off the back of, of of music and not paying these guys and still making so much money off of it. I understand her frustrations with it, and I agree with you too. Your problem is the music industry, honey. Like you, you well, let me not call her honey I because that might, that might be offensive, but it is India Irie. The problem is the deals that you have signed are bad. Mm-hmm. Um, the record company, the industry is going to do what they want to do with your music because you don't control your masters. And that's what it is. Now, I know it's your art, and I know you created it, but when you sign on the dotted line and you're still getting residuals from your streams as well, so you need to kind of work up the totem pole. That's how I look at it. But Joe Rogan's a pawn in this whole situation. The Neil Neil Young thing wasn't any better either. Yeah, and that was what I was trying to say with Neil Young. It's like he sold 50% of his catalog. How does he even get a say so in this you know what i mean like you don't get to really talk about this but it's all the timing of all this is extremely weird why is it all coming like boom 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 like it's coordinated you know what i mean like they couldn't it it does seem like there's a conspiracy going after joe rogan and you can't talk you can't talk you can't talk COVID that. stuff like like he does and, and not feel backlash from people. Well, I mean, when you have the experts in the field on your podcast, I think you could talk about it with standing. The problem is he's been more right than he's been wrong. That's your issue. Now, go ahead. Anytime you see somebody who has a big influence like Joe Rogan, man, you're going to catch arrows. Like, it just it happens. Yeah. I think that Joe Rogan is making a lot of news from the things that he's saying about the COVID situation and, and, and all of those things. And again, I don't listen to his podcast. I really just go off of headlines. Mm-hmm. So I'm coming from a place of ignorance, complete ignorance with his podcast and things of that nature. Right. But I do understand that when something happens with Joe Rogan, it does make headlines. And I think that makes a lot of people very uncomfortable. And I think it makes a lot of people like they see the type of money he makes. They see the type of following he has with those two things incorporated with each other, that tends to be makes for a powerful person that I might not want to have around. So is it a campaign to kind of stop Joe Rogan? I mean, some of the evidence is kind of, to me, building up to possibly so. Let me ask you this, because you said this all started with misinformation about the pandemic, right? Oh, uh, it started with, with, with Neil Young saying that he the guy's giving out misinformation. Okay. okay. This is Joe Rogan before the pandemic. 
That's what we need to do here. We need to just have straight talk. Don't tell them it's low risk. That's like the hurricane, okay? You know, I would be really bad at you if I thought you were a hurricane forecaster and you knew this was coming, but you kept telling me, oh, it's low risk. Don't worry about it. Right. Yeah, once it hit. Yeah. So that's what we need to do today is just say this is going to be challenging. And we're going to get through it, though. We are going to get through it. I hope this wakes people up to the value of vaccines, too. There's so many wackos out there that think that vaccines are, you know, a scam or they're dangerous or it's there. There's so many people out there that won't vaccinate their children. I know. And that's one, you know, one of your best shows you ever did was Peter Hotels. Yes, He's a dear friend of mine. Guy. He's a, I do too. He's a dear friend of mine as you. And, you know, he is one of the champions out there on this very issue. Yes. I couldn't agree with you more. I think that's really an important point that, you know, we got to get this idea. These vaccines can be life-saving. If we had one right now, think how different the situation would be in the world right now. Thank you for what you do say about vaccines because people listen to you and we need every positive voice because we have so many crazy voices out there right now so that are so... Are paranoid and yeah. d- d- delusional and they want it all to be a conspiracy. There's been an amazing medical innovation in, in human culture and that's vaccines. It's amazing what it's done. And ha- have there been adverse refect- effects on people? Of course, everything. Everything that people do, there's some people that are going to react in a bad way. Now, this was before the pandemic hit for real. I mean, this is the type of stuff that they're leaving out of the conversation. Mm-hmm. They're only going towards the things that they deem as negative. But they don't look at the positive things he was saying. Like, one of the early things that I noticed before the pandemic hit for real was that they were priming us to be afraid and I was the only one in our friend group who was sitting here like, man, this shit ain't that bad. This shit ain't as what they saying it is. This shit ain't, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there trying to fight back the counter narrative or give a counter narrative to everything that I'm hearing. It was all fear, doom and gloom. I'm like, this is going to treat, this is going to get people. I didn't like where I saw where it was coming from, where everybody was just afraid. And there was actual information that was needed to help people understand what was going on and it wasn't being pushed out there. Mm. Now, here's this is the last thing I'm, I got. If we're canceling people for saying nigger or nigger or any of those variations, then what do we do about people like the president? ...that important legislators and legislators in defeating the Nunez plan in the basement said, quote, we already have a nigger mayor. We don't need any more nigger big shots. And the court cited evidence of discriminatory intent on the part of Other legislators, including the representative who testified at the court hearing, that there were legislators, quote, who don't feel they wanted to have a district that would be able to elect that important legislators. We already had a nigger mayor. We don't need another nigger big shot. We got to put that in the sound. (laughs) (laughs) But are are you upset by what he said? Mm. No, no. Do you need context? No, no. But he said it. Should we cancel him too? Mm. That's the rules we're playing with, right? He's well, doing what? a pretty good job of canceling himself. <laughs> He's doing a great job. <laughs> the midterms <laughs> are gonna be brutal. But how about TYT? And we gonna go back to slavery if they if they elect this one lady okay. as as uh, governor. I can't think of her name, I but I see her com- commercial on YouTube all the time. But Do you really she think scares that this me. society is gonna go back to slavery? I'm just saying it to be a funny guy, you. but okay. she really scares me. This is TYT. This is another YouTube channel that tells the news all the time. This is them back in the day. And they are all up in arms talking about Council Joe Rogan. But here you go. I apologize. I know these are like difficult words to hear, but words like nigger and fag. Nigger. You niggers are why I lost my job. He only shot a nigger. 
Run, nigger, run. Nigger. Nigger this or nigger that. Okay, so they're like, all right, all right, you cover that Jerry Rice looking nigger. Whatever, niggerhead. N nigger. Niggerly. He canceled his weekend at Niggerhead Ranch. His ranch was called Niggerhead. Fucking Jews and niggers. Nigger lover on it. Which is better, nigger or cracker? It was apparently called Niggerhead. Oh, you're a nigger? Doing fucking nothing and being a lazy nigger. They were nigger lovers. It don't give a nigger time to learn his lesson. White crackers. Yeah. Does that mean I can say black niggers? There will never be a nigger. I apologize. I know these are like... I'm just saying. We playing by the same rules, what? right? What? Those guys, Young Turks, no! We should cancel them, right? We gotta, we gotta find them and shut them down. I, I don't want to shut them down. <laughs> did any of that emotionally hurt you? Oh, what they did? Mm -hmm. Not really. Not really. <laughs> I don't think. It's... I mean, all I'm saying is this: I just don't want some white guy saying it face to face with me. Oh yeah, he won't. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Well, what about this white guy who was also married to Whoopi Goldberg? I hate blackface. I just can't get this shit off. <laughs> Besides, Whoopi done wrote everything I'm going to say here tonight, so it's all right. Ain't that right, you smelly nigga? <laughs> I didn't write that. Well, you is a smelly nigga. <laughs> I got some more jokes for your New Year's Eve party there. You're not tired of this. And don't be racially offended because Whoopi done wrote them for me, okay? Here go we go. Go ahead. Black hole. Black hole. You're going to love this. Say, look that. What do I love most about the whoopee? Oh, yeah. Hey. Such a great timing. Hey, Robin, what does you call a black rocket scientist? I don't know, Dad. A nigga. No. Whoopee wrote it, whoopee no. wrote it. Hey, did you no. happen to notice this? No, what this is This here's my mother, Mama Dancing. <laughs> Why, she done work in blackface, too. She must be very proud. Yeah. No, I know you really love it, Ted. You the man. Uh, I tell you, you know, you the man. <laughs> <laughs> what done happen to Sherman? career <laughs> it's really over the end i want you to give us a kiss you smelly coghead coon i love may you. i say something yeah. here mm-hmm oh you can say whatever you want you smelly nigga oh. <laughs> whoopi wrote that that's it ted you didn't know i was gonna say that whoopi had no chance to write it i don't accept that kind of language you can call her whatever you want but you don't talk to me that way or i'll leave well don't let the door hit you on your big black ass mama on the way out of here now where was i oh yes now whoopi you is a filthy nigga <laughs> all right all right all right let me give some context that was not ted dancing that was a parody of the roast that Whoopi Goldberg had where Ted Danson came. She was married to this guy. Yeah, she came, he came out in blackface. He came out in blackface. And that was, uh, what's the radio host? That was Howard Stern. Yeah, Howard Stern. Yeah. And he was doing a parody of this situation. Should we cancel Howard Stern? He ain't doing way worse than that. He's done way worse, but he said nigga. But it was a different time then. Though. No, no, he said it though. Hmm. Same treatment Joe Rogan getting, right? I guess so, man. See what I'm saying? We got to have a little context. This is the last thing I'll say about this whole situation. Yeah. We always scream out, freeze such and such, freeze such and such. And then there was a meme that came out said, freeze such and such. And they was like, well, what did he do? And then they tell him, they was like, keep such and such locked up. You know, when you find out more information, it helps clarify the situation. We are getting a lot of spurts of information that is painting a very negative picture on Joe Rogan. And rightfully so, he did it to himself. But you got to look for the motive behind it. If there is a motive, maybe not.
maybe people are just fed up with it. But at the same time, we're canceling people for things they've said previously. Then we got to cancel government name. We got to cancel every entertainment business. We got to cancel all the music that say some negative shit. Put Molly in a drink and she ain't even know it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's some shit that is not right. Yeah, yeah, I need to cancel um, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger too for all his movies. And Sylvester Stallone and. Damn. um, I mean. Atlanta, like you can't, we can't watch Atlanta anymore. Oh, I thought you were talking about the whole city. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> you canceling Atlanta? Atlanta, Atlanta like a roach. Well, you can't is, kill. You can't kill Atlanta. That's nigga. very progressive. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta's like a roach. We canceling the city. Can't do that. I'm just saying. Come on, guys. There's nuance to all of this. We all want nuance, especially. Hey, if you you get caught doing some bullshit at your job, you gonna try to explain the situation. You want them to take some nuance, and we want nuance. Just to clarify some stuff too. Trying to understand things doesn't necessarily mean we're okay. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm let glad me, you let said me, that. Let me, no, no, let you're me, right. You're right. You're right. For, okay. You can speak, I ain't for want me. speak for me. Wanting more information and getting clarification does not equate to okaying anything. Yeah, I'm not giving passes. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't think that some white dude can come up in here and be like, you two niggers are out of control. Because oh. it's four feet in here and it's <laughs> one body. They're going to all be on your <laughs> it's face. It's going to be the whole mayonnaise situation all Ooh, over again. Shit, extra mayonnaise, nigga. But I just want to throw that out there for a lot of people who listen to this podcast. Because I think some of the time when we ask for more understanding, mm-hmm. we get crucified. Go that word crucified. We get crucified for okaying. And that's not the case at all. I think mm-hmm. one thing about this podcast that, that, that's always been true is understanding more past what the media gives us. Like, mm-hmm. we only get breadcrumbs all the time. All the time. And I think for us on this pod, are there times when we disagree about shit? Hell of yeah. Of course. <laughs> Just me, listen me to the episode. This, <laughs> me and this dude disagree <laughs> about stuff a lot. But do we both seek more knowledge to get a better understanding? Yes. Like, that's that's what this podcast is really all about. Mm-hmm. Being funny and having better understanding about what social, what society is giving us. That's all it is, man. Yeah, we crack jokes on here and be funny, do funny things. But just like any anybody else who, who is living, breathing, and has a heart, mm-hmm. you seek knowledge to understand better about what your surroundings is to survive. Like, that's how I look at it. Like, I always want to know more. You know what I'm saying? Especially things that interest me. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean that I'm okaying anything. You know, like, that's all I'm saying. Like, I think a lot of times we we get into these, these pits and people are like, y'all, you, you just okay everything. I don't think it's that. I think we're we're giving we're fed so much misinformation that we, I guess, kind of come on here and kind of hash it out to figure out where's what it is, so we can so we can move forward. I think the reason I speak so fearless is because I challenge the listeners. I want them to go back and do their own research and find the flaw in what I'm saying. I always try to explain how I got to this thought process, right? I spend a lot of time explaining shit because it's not just a, a vapid idea that just appeared out of nowhere. I want you guys to understand how I got here. And if I'm wrong, I want them to correct me. I love to be challenged. Now, I might argue with you, but I do want that. I need that because it helps me reinforce what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm always like, yo, test me. Check what I'm saying. But I've been more right than I've been wrong. And this is a dope-ass quote to end on. I I got this from another podcast called the Mo Facts Podcast. It says, seek first to understand, then to be understood. 
I listen. Listening is the most important thing that I've ever learned how to do. When I listen, I hear so many different things and nuances before I understand what I'm really trying to say. Once I get a good grasp of what I'm hearing, then I can speak back. I think that's what we, we got to do. We got to understand what we're hearing first. Then we can start speaking so we can be understood. Mm. That's all. Well, uh, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Name Podcast. We appreciate you guys hitting the play button. Continue to listen to us on Spotify and all these other platforms that we are on. <laughs> they ain't taking me down. <laughs> and uh, hopefully you guys will come back. We will see you next week. She is kind of fucking with my money, but I meant everything I said. <laughs> and I'll say it again. BYK Radio. I was thinking about calling this episode the N-word or looking inward or looking inward looking. One of those. I like looking inward. Looking inward, but I'm, I want it to be a double entendre. Like you are inward, like you are a nigger, like looking. And then it's also you looking inward, but yeah. you're also looking like a nigger. Right. So I couldn't figure out a way. It's, it, Inward looking, and then also looking inward is the action that we want, but looking inward should be the name. Mm-hmm.